Soundstripe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Arena 51 podcast. I'm Joanna Silva, joined by, per usual, my buddy Cole Kerr. Yes, sir. And today, today, today's a weird time. Today's a weird time. Why's that? Boys, we, we're busy right now. To be honest, I'm loaded with schoolwork. I got about 50 million tabs open right here about papers. I got a project. I got an art project I do. Somehow, me. The seagulls. Or, or the, you got some tab open for the seagulls or the fucking goals or the Newport goals. Or, ah, who, who knows? Some Cape team probably. Internships. I got internships. I got all this nonsense to deal about. And it's just been busy, you know? But I have been tuning in sports still. I have been watching. But I hope not so. nearly as much as I want to. But obviously... School's almost over. Summer's almost out. So the boys in the podcast. Schools, I'm, uh, I'm playing. I'm playing my uh, mini um, violin for you right here. Yeah, I, I am complaining today. today. Today's a complaint day. Today's a Monday. And I'm complaining. But you know, <laughs> okay. you know why you're complaining? I also be complaining about the NBA. First of all, Zion Williamson is throwing down. I mean, dunks that people couldn't even do if they're like perfectly healthy. NBA athletes in the NBA right now, if perfectly healthy, could not do dunks that this man's doing. And he's I just think the only him. person in human history that can do some of the dunks he's been doing is Vince Carter. Yep. And this man has not touched the basketball court all season, right? And the Pelicans, this is not a this is not a, a team that's that's gonna get swept. Like okay, Ben Simmons, they're gonna get swept. All right. I don't blame him. I kind of blame him still. He should still have some fight in him. Want to go out there and play. But Zion, your team, Devin Booker just sat out, and your team's competing with one of the best teams in basketball. This is not. This is a Pelicans team with Zion. I mean, come on. This is, the, this is supposed to be the best team in the league they're playing against. And they haven't tied. It's a tie 2-2, right? Yeah. They have a tie 2-2. Why are you not playing? Well, you can't give us 15 minutes. And you're over there fucking throwing in dunks. And he gets right dressed in his, in his street clothes. And he sits over there with that stupid smirk. But meanwhile, Brandon Ingram, you got this dude, Jose Alvarado, probably this guy. I mean, okay. he's gonna get the streets. I wanted to- <laughs> he's, fighting, he's over there giving his might on $7 million contract. How much is that guy Zion making? You can't give me 15 minutes, a passion, a fight. Jose Come Alvarado. On. Jose Alvarado. Hashtag, what is it? Grand Theft Alvarado. Is that his nickname? Fucking Grand Theft Alvarado has to be. He's from a, he's a rookie. Where, where's he from again? Where'd he go to school? Oh my God. I saw it. Georgia Tech. Yes. He was on that gritty Georgia Tech team. No, uh, uh, is it no? Yeah, it was Georgia Tech. I think it was Georgia Tech. That gritty Georgia Tech team that played great in the NCAA tournament, played great defense. He was the leader of that team. And now, dude, this guy is like sort of becoming a meme. But he's given his life out there. I support. Like that is actually crazy. He 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 became a meme when he started doing the hiding at the the sidelines and like sneaking up and stealing the ball from behind. And that shit's so funny. And then he actually is just clamping up CP3, Chris Paul. And he got he Chris got Paul three year. Seven million dollar contract, Chris okay. Paul. I, I I've loved you since I was since I started watching basketball. You've been my favorite player. If you lose this goddamn series, I I I don't I, I what what do I say? I don't know if I can defend him. I mean, I'll still defend him and I'll still love him and he'll still be my favorite player. But in terms of like when you guys clown on him, like I really won't be able to say anything to be honest. No, I mean this is I I get Jose Alvarado is playing fucking defense out here. But like you said, Zion's not even playing. This man not, doesn't want to give you 15 minutes. He's I would, not even playing. I, I would be terrified if Zion played. I think the Pelicans could actually win a championship if Zion plays. Okay. I'm serious. 
Bro. They can go to the finals. The Suns are the best team. Who's the best team right now? Okay, but without Devin Booker, and I know, I get it, they should still be winning these games, but Devin Booker is not playing right now. Okay, but what if you introduce Zion? Yeah. This man, I, but if you, almost if you introduce Zion, and then, you, and then Devin Booker came back, I think the Pelicans still lose, like probably in the next two games. It's probably in six if Devin Booker comes back, with or without Zion. Devin Booker was, I mean, there's a reason why Michael thought he was a top five player in the league this year. He, that was a little ridiculous. But, I mean, he's been a top 10 probably. I mean, he's the most – as good as CP3 is, it's been a duo. It's like taking out Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. You can't take out one of them. Your team's just not as good with, without one. No matter how good Tatum is, no matter how, how good Brown is, no matter how good CP3 or Devin Booker are, you take one of them out, your team's going to get yeah. worse. This Pelican team full of dogs, though. Herb Jones, dog. What a defender that guy is. He'll lock up your favorite player. Don't mess with Herb Jones. Then Jones Valentunas. And then you got Alvarado, Brandon Ingram's playing the best basketball of his life. B.I., I mean. Relax. What's, what's yeah, no, I mean, he probably is, but he, he's been on a tear for a while now. He's very underrated. J. McCall, I mean, he was he's probably the best non-all-star I've ever seen in my life. Seriously. How has that man never made an all-star team? That man used to cook. I mean, with, he's been in the West with, for. With Damian Lillard. He, he hasn't even been the best. He hasn't even been the best guard in, on his team, never mind in his conference, for basically his entire career. So. That man should be an all-star. That man, is, is, is he not all-star talent? Could he not cook a team? Could Great score. over a game? Great score. And then Jonas Valentunas. I mean, that, that dude, he's fighting everybody. I mean, he's physical. He's big. He's on a soft little jump shot. I love Jonas Valentunas. And who else? Larry Nance. He's been – This is what everyone thought Portland should have been. I mean, exactly. I mean, this is a good – Pelicans are a dog team. And Zion – the fact that you can't even give us 15 minutes, you're throwing out dunks. And you throw, what's, the, what's the problem here? If you can't do all that, why can't you play 10 minutes? Please explain to me. Somebody explain to me, a, a doctor. All, somebody explain to me why I can't play 15 minutes. Reggie Miller, I know I'm all against the old heads. I said it before, the old heads need to get it. But Reggie Miller said it spot on. He's like, this dude can't go out there 15 minutes. He's throwing down dunks. You got to give me something, young fella. And he just sits there in his stupid little outfit, sitting down. I mean, I know New Orleans wasn't nice to him, but listen, buddy. This is the playoffs now. The Pelicans, this team, this team is fighting with one of the best teams in the league. You got to play. You got to play. You got to play. How do you not? I mean, you have no fight in your To body? be fair, to be fair, Zion's got to hate New Orleans after what they did to him. Did you? I know you saw that float. Yeah, that was bad. That I think imagine, that, imagine that's why he's doing it in spite. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I I probably. I mean, he obviously doesn't like New Orleans. He obviously doesn't want to be a Pelican. I mean, if he really wanted to be a Pelican, I mean, imagine Kobe Bryant right now. He, Kobe, Kobe Bryant would know off his if his leg, would, <laughs> if his ankle was sprained, he'd know off his ankle just to get out there on one to play. That's what I'm saying. So, me? yeah, like that that float was bad, and I'm sure he doesn't want to be in New Orleans, and I'm sure he does not want to be a Pelican anymore. But, buddy, like like you said, Kobe Bryant would. If that man was bedridden and locked to a – if he was in a jail cell, he'd still find a way to go play that game. You, you got to show me something, especially with how much money they're giving him. And he's not even a veteran. What is that? He was a rookie how many years ago? Two, three years ago? He's played yeah. a year and a half of basketball. How hurt can you be? It's not – you don't got tired legs. You're, you're still young. It's, it's probably because he's fat, bro. Wasn't he like 40, 30, 40 pounds overweight when he came, like, came in preseason? 
First of all, wasn't he like grossly big. overweight? A man that big. First of all, I don't even know if any human supposed to dunk like that. But a man that big doing that, it's just there's no way your, your ligaments can hold up. Seriously, you it's, it's impossible. But it's been a year and a half. He's jumping though. that high and coming down on his knee. Like how how is his body now just exploded yet? Three years like, ago, I was watching this man literally tear down Cameron Indoor Stadium, and literally rip Nike shoes in half. And now you're telling me he can't play basketball? It's been a year and a half of actual gameplay. And he's done, like you said, I mean, these videos, this isn't just one video that has spread. This is like the third or fourth one that has shown Zion doing like ridiculous dunks. He's doing a pregame. He's taking step back, jump shots. He's doing that. I mean, come on. You can't play 10 minutes. What's, it makes no sense. What even is the injury? What is it? Why is he even out? I don't know. I'm going to see what the injury report says. I'm going to go look at the injury report, right? You know who else I don't get why is, even more I don't get why he's out? Ben Simmons. What is that? That might be worse. Ben Simmons might be yeah. worse than Zion Williamson. No, it might be. This man r- bullied Philly into trading him, refused to play basketball until they traded him, is eating up like, how big is his contract? It's got to be like $20, $30 million. Just eating up all that money and refusing to play for the Brooklyn. Apparently, there was a report that came out today that said people like within the Nets organization were, quote, exasperated by the whole Ben Simmons saga and everything that he's been doing. I mean, they, they hate this guy, too. Everyone's going to hate this guy soon. No one's going to want this guy to play basketball for him if he doesn't even want to go and play one basketball. He has not played a single basketball game for them. He's obviously been cleared by doctors. Another street clothes guy. I mean, that, that meme is going around of him right now, which is hilarious, of him, like, watching Rob Williams uh, dunk in his, like, orange and fucking bright blue outfit. That outfit, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> down three, you're down 2-0. You're down 3-0. And you're wearing that fast outfit, throw on a black shirt and a blazer and try to blend in with the fucking the, the guys on the bench, dude. Come on, what are you wearing that outfit for? You're sticking out like a Muppet, even more reason they made it. You get asked to be fun of you. Know why he has that outfit? Because it's probably like a two million dollar outfit and he's got money to piss on because he hasn't been playing, but they, he's still getting paid. That's why people hate the NBA because people like him can sit out an entire year and still get money, guaranteed money. And what what do what are coaches or team owners or Adam Silver gonna do to make him play? Nothing, obviously. He literally just told Philly he wasn't gonna play, and Philly had to trade him. Philly honestly got a good trade out of it. Philly, you remember when people were saying the Nets won this trade? They look stupid. I th- I was probably yeah, one of those ben people, Simmons, honestly, because I, I thought Ben Simmons play. would play, but he's ben a clown. This person in my life. He's actually a clown, dude. Like we're not asking you to do anything. You're getting paid to play basketball. Who's asking you to do your job? Just please go out there. It's been your, it's probably been your dream to play NBA basketball since you were like two years old. And now you don't want to play in the biggest stage. You're getting paid millions of dollars at, to do this. We're not acting like you're going out there with bums. You're going out there with Kevin Durant, Kyrie. Help them. Help them. They're Tell they're me. one they're one elite defender and playmaker away from making this a series. I mean, not anymore. But game two, if they steal game two and Ben Simmons comes back. You're telling me, I mean, I'd be a little nervous. I, I still, obviously, I've had way more faith in the Celtics than you ever showed. I think they might be, you're, you're definitely, you're pissed right now, right? That's a great transition. Let me just talk about this. You're okay. pissed right now, right? Have you ever seen, have you ever seen Kevin Durant like this? Seriously. Have you ever seen Kevin Durant play like this? Well, that's Durant. because Jason Tatum is an elite defender and a top five player in the league. No, seriously, answer the question. In the three stranded games, have you ever played Kevin Durant play this bad? Seriously, ever. It's because has he ever faced a defense this good? That's what we're saying. Kevin Durant. Yeah, well, you were hating on this defense. Game. I'm not letting you slide, Jules. Oh, I was going to let you slide. 
I was not hitting on. Well, Jason you thought you I thought a seven seed was going to beat them in the first. I round. said Jason Tatum was first team All Defense this year. You know what Zankan did? He laughed. He laughed at me. Who's laughing now? Who's like a, a first team All Defense right now? Jason Tatum. Two yeah, you also player. said KD is the best player in the league. Who looks like a real clown? You also said Nets in six, and we've already won three. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He's never played you said Nets and six. Right, you didn't even say Nets and seven. You said Nets and six, and it's literally no, not. I said seven. I said seven. I said seven. No, you did not. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was eliminated from the playoffs last year. Let me just let me just pull up his stats. This is the Eastern Conference Finals against the Bucks. Giannis. This is against Giannis and the Bucks. Okay. Want to hear his stats by himself? Thirty-five point four points, ten point six rebounds, and five point four assists in seven games against the Bucks. Did he win? That is absurd. That's absurd. That is he, the, oh, so he so he advanced to the next round, right? That is the he must have went on. He must have went on to win the, the championship. Oh no, Giannis did. That's right. That, exactly. That is the championship bucks. The fact that we're doing this to Kevin Durant, who did that to the championship bucks, is actually it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I never seen defense like this seriously. I mean, to be fair, I'm, the Celtics definitely are playing really great defense, but I've also seen KD miss some shots that he doesn't usually miss. Yes, but it's it's like, dude, you ever see him though? He's like he's getting hounded, dude. I mean, people on the side of him, people in front of him, people on his eye. He, he's getting hounded. I never seen a player get hounded like this. It's like Outrageous. it's like a, and we'll probably get to this later as we go to different games in the in the playoffs. But it's like a, have you seen the videos of what uh, the Heat were doing to Trey Young last night? I mean, he's going, he's running down the court, being guarded by um, Kyle Lowry. Then he switches off, and Bam Adebayo is meeting him at the logo and then bam switches off of him and jimmy and bam are double teaming him at the like where's like steph curry range that's the thing you, you can't get a chance like getting you don't even have a chance to get going bro you cross half like you don't even have momentum you're just getting guard faced yeah. up like he's that's he's what the celtics are doing that's what the celtics are doing with Kyrie and katie if they hold on to the ball for, if they try to play iso for like six eight seconds double team comes right away like, like that, that last right possession away. that last possession when marcus smart was guarding uh Kyrie in game one and Kyrie's just standing at the top of the uh, of the logo, looking for the last shot for like six, eight seconds. And Al Horford runs up and double teams, and now he has to start running around. They got a bad shot. Tatum just locked down KD, and we go we go back down the other side. Transition. KD, what are you looking at on defense? Oh my God, what what is he looking at? The is there a hawker on the stage or some shit? This is what what was going on with that? Watches Tatum run by him, easy layup. But it all started with the double team of Kyrie and KD. They just have. That team is just so bad or without them. It's like, or either that or they don't trust the other. Like, they want to try and do it themselves because anytime they get double, they're getting double teamed anytime they touch it, and then they just, like, are playing two-man basketball. They're not passing to anyone else. It's, the Celtics are full of athletes, man. Talk about athletes. Grant Williams, he's a big husky guy. He can move, too. And you have Tatum, Brown, Smart, Horford. I mean, all these dudes are big like dudes who can move. Williams now, I mean – I would not want to play Celtics. Seriously, you're getting hounded by. They're like a pack of wolves. They are a pack of wolves. They suffocate you. No room. This is the best defense I've ever seen, personally. Have you ever seen, seen like ever in the league, or the best Celtics yes. defense? I've never seen doing that to Kevin Durant. Is that, does that look like Kevin Durant? That looks like this is one of the greatest scores of all time. Win a, win a championship, and I'll call you the best defense I've ever seen. So far, so far, we have to continue to the next round. Win a championship, and I, I will see how I feel. This is outrageous. But Outrated. what even what looks even better for the Celtics is uh, after we sweep tonight, which yes, the Celtics are sweeping tonight, game four. I don't. See, I mean, the Nets. Did you see Kyrie walking into the stadium? It looked like someone fucking shot his mom. 
he's like the he doesn't even want to be there. He was walking in like all sad face, no music. Today? Like, yeah, just walking past the guy with the camera. Like, it, it, it's depressing. It was actually sad. I felt bad for him. Actually, no, I didn't. Fuck Kyrie. Um, but what's even better for the Celtics is we're going to get all that rest and we're going to face a Chris Middleton-less Milwaukee Bucks team. I was very scared of the Bucks, but Hold I mean, Gian- Giannis will get his 60 or whatever the fuck he's going to put up because you can't stop Giannis. But without Chris Middleton... The Bucks are not as scary. Although, Grayson Allen has been absolutely cooking. I mean, he's the, he's the mayor of Chicago now. He owns the Bulls. Back-to-back 25-plus 20, point games. That's he's owning the Bulls. Back-to-back 25-point games. He's been cooking. Grayson Allen has been cooking. Admit it. I can't believe he's in the league. That's crazy. I always thought he was just going to be a Duke kid that just fades out like some Look of them do. Look at him. Cooking right now in the Bulls. Cooking for the Bucks. But also... Bobby Portis. I mean, that man can score too. He's, that man's a demon. He's unreal, actually. I don't he's get crazy. it. Bobby Portis is a dog. I mean, and then obviously Drew Holiday. Well, Drew Holiday. Who's in the guard? Who's Drew Holiday in the guard? We're gonna put him on Brown, probably. Probably. I mean, there's gonna be some good matchups, but I think I think we're better. I think we are better. I'd agree. I'd say. Without Chris Middleton, I think we're definitely a better team. I was the Bucks were the team I was most scared of, and the only team I was scared of in the East when facing the Celtics. But having to face them in the second round without Chris Middleton would be absolutely enormous for this team. I hope. I, get, I don't want to go back to Boston. All this nonsense. Let's just end the series tonight. Seriously. Yep. Sweet end it tonight. Go. Get as much rest as you can possibly get. Take your time off. I agree. Don't Although don't, don't like, let the get like I don't want the Celtics to like come out tonight like flat like literally first quarter I hope we have a fifteen point lead just make any everyone in Brooklyn just cry after the first quarter feel like they have absolutely no chance just diminish their souls and uh but it looks like that I don't think that Buck series is going another game I think the they just blew them out and they didn't have freaking Chris Middleton that was embarrassing I don't know what I mean, the hell happened the Bulls, to the Bulls but. the Bulls have been a great story it was sick when they were like. I mean, we said this when, you know, some earlier episodes at the beginning of the basketball season, when the Bulls were like, the Bulls were like a one, two, three seed for like more than half of the season. But we were all saying like, oh, it's yeah, like the Bulls are good. But like, are we going to be scared to face them in the playoffs? No, like, I don't know. They, they've been fake. I feel like we've kind of known that. But it, it, they're still a good team. They have a lot of talent. It's just like you're not stacking up against the Bucks or the Celtics or <laughs> I mean, I guess the Heat. I mean, I, I still don't love the Heat, but what, what they're doing to Trey Young is impressive. Jimmy, the Hawks aren't Jimmy that Bowler. good. I'm like, Jimmy Bowler's unconscious right now. I mean, it's cooking too. I'm scared. I'd be scared of Jimmy Bowler too, but yeah. Well, I think I'm not, I'm only scared of Jimmy Bowler though. I mean, old deep off the bench. I mean, that's looking pretty good now. Tyler Hero, but what a drop off Victor Oladipo. I feel bad. He was elite three, four years ago. Yeah, he was he was an all-star. Indiana. He was unreal in Indiana. I watched him go into T D Garden with my own eyes and Break my heart. My first ever Celtics game. He dropped like 40 points at TD Garden. <laughs> Indiana Pacers. We just we hate playing Indiana Pacers in, in Boston. It's unreal. That was back when he was on in Indiana. When him and Paul George were together, my God. That team was dangerous. They, they play together, right? Yeah. Only for not that long now, I don't think. Dude, I think they played together in uh no, I think. They played together in OKC, right? Maybe. He was traded for him in OKC. That's how he got there, I think. Remember Paul Maybe. George went to 
Yeah, maybe. I think that is what it was. Yeah, and I think that was a, it. a Paul George and Victor Oladipo team like five years ago, though. That, that would have went. That would have been a defense. dangerous one too. Paul George has fallen off though, unfortunately. He has a question though. He hasn't. Injuries. Yeah, he's so a, he's fallen he's, off. He's having a great start to the season. Yeah, Injuries and now it's NBA. over. And now it's over. Listen, the Clippers next year. Not a single LA ball. team in the, in the playoffs. How? Imagine if someone told you that at the beginning of the year. Someone, imagine making the bet that both LA teams want to make the playoffs. You would get. They wouldn't even let you bet that at a casino. They're like, no, nah, we want. We don't want to take your free money. The did odds any, of that would any, probably be plus a million. Did any California teams make the playoffs? Sacramento, no. Nope. Clippers, no. No. Oh, Golden State. I'm gonna. Yeah. I was just about to say. Speaking about that. Are they technically? Right. They're in San Fran, technically, right? Yeah. They used to be in Oakland. Now they're in San Fran. Yeah. That's a, what an upgrade. Sorry, Oakland. Oakland's getting boned, but the athletics are gone too soon. We can talk about that and that fucking attendance too later. But. That was brutal. I do have a question though. Like, mm-hmm. where do you think the Brooklyn Nets go from here? Do you think they'll blow it up? Remember, remember like a couple years ago? It, they it all depends what like, they do. Wow, look at this. Three, the, Nets three just, the Nets just continuously fuck up. They just like every time someone thinks that they have something, they just fuck it up. Like when they, the reason why we have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are because we gave them like Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, you know, that super infamous trade now. And back then people were like, oh, like this is a team that you can get excited for. Like they have all these legends, these future Hall of Famers. Team was trash. When they had like Joe Johnson, everyone like, I mean, that team was hyped up a little bit. Darren Darren Williams, trash. They never won anything. Trash. Now this team, oh, Kyrie, James Harden and, is this the most talented team we've ever seen? They're still gonna, they were still the odds-on favorite to come out of the fucking East in the playoffs as a seven seed, and now they're about to get swept. The, the Brooklyn yeah. Nets just are always disappointing. So whatever they do next, it's not going to be the right move. I don't even Maybe know where you go from here. Seriously, I don't know where you go from here. It depends what they do with Ben Simmons. If they really just hate Ben Simmons for what he's done, and I don't blame them, and they get rid of him, you have to blow it up. You have to blow it up. But if he wants to stay, you can maybe work it out with the three of them. Yeah, you can if one of them goes, you just have to blow everything up. If one of the three leaves, blow it up. It's clearly not working. You got to blow it up. Send KD to like... Just get a KD? shit ton of assets for KD. Fucking maybe keep one of them. If you if you think Kyrie wants to stay, I don't know. Send really KD know. to Lakers. Imagine. Oh, my God. Imagine. Imagine. And KD on the same That'd be team. such a Kevin Durant move. <laughs> that would be, actually. That'd be insane. If he goes back to Golden State. I could see that. Oh, my God. That team would be gross. Again, but uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of question marks about the next. I mean, we haven't even touched on the West Coast yet. Let's talk about the Pelicans a little bit. Oh, this is what I want to talk about. Let's talk about the Timberwolves. First of all, has anybody seen the Timberwolves have had? So, first of all, I'm gonna Michael this. called it. That's all I'm saying. Michael Nocera said that the, and we didn't disagree with him, but he said that the Grizzlies are fake. You said that too, actually. I think we all said that. I don't think any of us really believed in the, uh, um, Grizzlies, but the T Wolves. I mean, I didn't expect this. I don't think. Yeah, I was gonna talk about the the fans who were gluing themselves to the court. Oh, that's but, right. <laughs> but we could talk. Uh, what do we want to talk about first? That or how they're doing? We, we'll we'll go with yours first. All right. So first of all, the story is that the owner, the owner of the of the Minnesota Timberwolves, also owns a chicken farm in Iowa, and I guess it was disease. So they, to there's a disease in the chicken population, something like that. So he had to like 
they did this thing where like they shut down like the the farm and we're like you can't like no air gets out or anything and he like suffocated like 3.4 million chickens he suffocated 3.4 million chickens because it had a disease so like if that got out then it would affect like a bunch of other like the other populations and like yeah the livestock would be a shit show so they had to like shut down the thing and like all the chickens like 3.4 million chickens so obviously the people that's a pretty big deal it's true but i I guess it's still it was legal because they didn't get in trouble because I guess it was legal if there's ever disease like that that you're you're allowed to do that mass murder of all chickens because he didn't get in trouble by like like the, the police or anything they were they weren't sued or anything or PETA or anything this is just people who are obviously against the murder of animals hey I'm against the murder of animals but if this is disease I mean it wasn't against the law you can really blame the guy but I do have a funny story about another, I mean he like, might have saved. He might have killed 3.4 million chickens, but he yeah. might have saved 100 million more. See, you look into that story. I'm like, all right, there was disease and all that. You had to do what you had to do. But I, mean, I do have a funny 3.4 million chickens does kind of fucking suck, though. It does suck. It does suck. But listen, I'm not against being vegan or anything. Obviously not. But oh God. I don't see why they have a problem with people eating meat. Seriously. I don't see why there's a problem. Why would there be a problem about us being vegan? Do they, do they have a problem? Meat? Like, I feel like all the vegans and vegetarians that I know, like, they, they just say, like, oh, I just don't eat it. But they don't, like, tell me not to, you know? I know. Then you have, like, other ones that are, like, flip out. And, like, it was, like, a it was another one where there. It was a store. I think it was, like, a, there was a major, like, beef restaurant in Toronto or something like that. And I do the guys outside, like, they kill animals. So the, the owner of the restaurant was, like, always the chef. Like, brought, like, they were outside the restaurant. into the glass like, window in front of the restaurant. And he brought a deer to the window. And he started carving the fucking deer in right front of the protest. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. I mean, where was that? It was like Toronto, but I, it's a dude's restaurant. I mean, I can't blame him. Like, why are you bothering this dude? I mean, that's, his, that's his livelihood. Exactly. These people are going to eat it. Go stand, outside, uh, down. go stand outside uh, McDonald's where they probably just kill a bunch of millions and millions of like factory chickens. And in, in instead, you want to shut down a small business for a guy that owns a restaurant and is just fucking making food. Yeah, who probably gets his beef from like a natural grown place, or it's like it's all sustainable stuff. I mean, yeah. like, it makes no sense. But so back to the thing is that obviously there's a has it been at all three games or every single game that's been played in this series? There's been a protest. Yeah, every single one. And like gluing your hand to the floor. I mean, what are you doing? You first of all, you bought yourself a ticket to the game. So you're funding the dude. You're funding. The dude. If you're gonna do this, why don't you do it outside? You probably, you probably bought a beer, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe had a little meal. Obviously, not chicken nuggets or anything, but you know, maybe like a salad or I don't know. And you're making a clown of yourself. You're gluing yourself to the floor. What is that gonna do? First of all, it takes. None of these have lasted more than five seconds. Jules, here's my only backlash for what you said. What's that gonna do? It's got us talking about it right now. I'm not gonna lie. I did not know that that man killed 3.4 million chickens until this incident happened. So at least it is getting people talking about it. But. It still looks ridiculous. Like you're just gluing your hand to the fucking court. It's like, in theory, like, yeah, what is that doing? Like, you're getting yourself in fucking so much trouble. There's probably better ways that you could have done this. Yeah. They get a charge, trespassing, amongst a bunch of other things. I don't know what else you get for But it's given us the one golden moment of a fucking form tackle and a half. That was a great tackle. Security guard? Un- unreal. Very double. That, the Jets need to sign that fucking guy. I mean, the he saw it coming the whole way. He saw it coming, read the play, made the tackle. That is better than any New York Jets safety can say the past 10 years, besides maybe Jamal Adams. That, yeah, what about, I the, what about the Vikings right there in Minnesota? Get him on the team. I mean, Vikings defense could barely tackle. Sign him up. I mean, geez, yeah, right. Kirk Cousins can use the help. My God. 
But yeah, it, it, it has been. It has. And so, what has it been? It's been gluing your hand to the court. Wasn't there someone who tied yourself to the? Yeah. To, Which one do you think was the most productive? Probably the glue to the court. But that's got to suck. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And I mean, that was the first one. So obviously, it was the biggest one. Is, are they playing I mean, tonight too? I think they play away tonight, though. The Timberwolves, the yeah, but, but it's been three away. games, so it's been happening in both arenas already. Oh no, one was in the plan. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, I don't know. Maybe they travel. Fans travel. You never know. Could happen tonight. Keep your eyes peeled. So, what do you think about that series? That is an interesting series. Two two. Going think, back to Memphis. I think John Morant. I think people were thinking that just because the Grizzlies can go like 25 and fucking two or whatever they were without John Morant during the regular season that they can like sustain a playoff run against good teams. It's different in the playoffs. Playoff basketball is just different. I'm sorry it is. And you need your stars playing as stars. Like the Nets, they don't, and they're down 3-0. The Celtics, their stars are playing like stars. They're up 3-0. As good as a team can be without a star for a regular season, you need your stars to shine in the playoffs. And Ja is like not playing terrible, but he's not like Ja. Ja, you know? ja has not impressed me. I mean, in the playoffs so far, I mean, their, their highest score right now is Desmond Bain. He's averaging 18. I mean, Desmond Bain's probably been their player, to be honest. And he's averaging but, 18. I mean, you're the two seed. I know the West was a little weak this year, but show me some heart. But you know who's showing me heart? The T Wolves. I mean, Towns, unreal. Towns after that Pat shit Bev. game in game three, he played so shit in game three and they blew the lead. I'm like, typical Towns, here we go. He's going to fold under pressure. And then boom, he comes back with that 33-point game. Shout out to Towns. Great job coming Say back. Say what you want about like, Pat Bev, bro. This team rallies around oh. him. This team rallies the fuck around him. They do. And I mean, and it, it's like, it's like, I mean, he's a little more aggressive than like a Draymond Green or something, but it's a guy that people can get around it. He's the, I mean, Marcus Smart is obviously a way better defender and a way more important player to the Celtics, but kind of like, I mean, Marcus Smart, like two, three years ago when he wasn't what he is today, he was just kind of that effort guy that teams built around and just could get hype for. And that's a little what Pat Bev is. He might look like a meme on Twitter and he might look fucking ridiculous sometimes, but that's the team loves him. Obviously. At least he's showing effort. Facts. Like some... It's more than Ben Simmons can fucking say. Yep. I'd rather, I'd rather have I'd rather have Patch Bev on my team than Ben Simmons. The Me one's too. a fighter. Me too. Despite the talent, 6'10", can pass, can move like a guard. And thanks, Ben Simmons. That really means a lot when you're sitting on the bench with your little stupid sunglasses. But, yeah, I think – so as much as you uh, fans, I feel like, can really rally around – I mean, I feel like everyone's rooting for the T-Wolves for some reason. I mean, they've just been bad for so long. I guess people are caught up in the hype a little bit. And to be fair, I think I'm rooting for the T-Wolves too. I mean, I love Ant. And Cat and D'Angelo Russell, I, I, I love all those guys. It's always it's always the other side. During the season, everybody's rooting for Memphis because like, oh look, it's a surprise team, all the but then they got all the, the underdogs, bro. It's then just... they got all the hype, and now they're a second seed. And everybody's like, ah, oh, now fuck the Grizzlies. They're fake. They're fake. Now everybody's rooting. see, no, you can never please anybody. No loyalty there. around here. Nah, yeah. it's just it's the underdog story. But here's like this is the reason why the the Grizzlies aren't winning. Look at this stat line by fucking John Morant, game four. Important game. Like, if you win, you go up 3-1. That's very commanding. 2-2, two, cool. two, it's anyone's series. Big game. This man plays 34 minutes, shoots 4 for 13, 0 for 2 for 3, and gets 8 rebounds. 15 assists, though. Okay, I did not see that. But still, 4 for 13 shooting 11 points. 
minus six plus minus. Only player that was plus that started was Desmond Bain, who had 34 fucking points on 11 of 18 shooting. So obviously, if Desmond Baines and John Morant could both play like the way Desmond Baines is playing right now, they probably could have swept. But Chris's need uh, John Morant to wake up a little bit. I think they do. So we got two series tied at two two. Give me get, who wins these series? Suns, Pelicans first. That's not a question. We all know where I'm going with that. What's the story with Booker? Did you come back next game or what? Don't matter. They're gonna need him for later rounds, but I think they can they can beat the fucking Pelicans without like like we said. I would. See it's literally just a team that's that. playing with heart. Like this this Suns team is way more talented, and I would be shocked if they don't pull it off with or without Booker. Chris Paul thirty five. Chris Paul in Game Four thirty five minutes two for eight, zero for three from three, three rebounds, eleven assists, four points. Not great, Paul. Chris not Paul. great. That can't happen. No. Look at Jamel McGee, though. Off the bench, 13 minutes. He went 7 for 7, 14 points. Say what you want about Jamel McGee. He's a mean. He plays, he plays the role you need him to. This man just continues to team hop and play points, boring basketball. Those are, those are, that was crucial 13 minutes. He kept them in the game for the most part. How many rings does he have? Two, I think. He has two? I believe so. What the was pe- his first one? I'm taking it. The first one was Warriors. He was two with the Warriors, I think. Oh, okay. No, he won uh he won one with uh the Lakers. Oh, he's got three then. We have three. He's important. He's an important member. And obviously, I mean he's got a chance this year. Number one Suns. If the Devin Suns Booker are... comes back, I I don't think he is. I think it's supposed I'm to be like right two weeks. The Suns will not the Suns are not winning this without Booker. Seriously. This series? They're not winning this, this series thing. You got Landry oh. Shaman playing 20 minutes. That's not going to win you a series. Cameron Payne playing 18 minutes. What's wrong with Landry Shaman? What's wrong with Shaman? He's a bum. He's a bum. He's got that left wristband. Oh, you liked him a lot when he, was on, when he was on the fucking Clippers helping your boys fucking PG-13 and Kawhi Leonard. You were a big fan of him. Now you're not? Nope. Now I'm not a fan of him. Nah, All of them in 2K other. He's a, he's a sniper. He's a sniper. Well, listen, Landry Shaman, now he's out there with that, that left wristband. I thought he was, was D-Book. He's trying to look like D-Book out there, and it's just not working. I'm telling you right now, if they don't get Devin Booker back, this team's not going anywhere. They're not beating the Pelicans. Look at the Pelicans, dude. Look at the scoring from all Brandon Ingram at 30. Valentinus with 26 and 15. I mean, Aiden. You got eight rebounds, Aiden. Eight rebounds. And you let Jonas had 15 rebounds. That can't happen. Then you have CJ with 18. I mean, it's ridiculous. 13 from Herb Jones. They're deep. The Pelicans are deep. The Suns are winning the series rules. And then to answer your other question, the Jazz, what the other, well, so who do you have? You, have? you really have the Pelicans? You're going to sit here right now and tell me you have the Pelicans. If Booker doesn't play game five? If Booker doesn't play game five, game six, Pelicans. Okay, that's unreal. I You just keep saying shit that is just like bookmarking. I mean, first we started with the Nets. Now this. I mean, I, I said the, try to have a clean podcast like- once in a while, will you? What else did I say? I said there was be a gentleman sweep in the Bucks goals. And what did I say? The Rose get one game. Gentleman Congrats. sweep. That's going to happen. What else did I say? I don't know. The next one was bad enough. Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Grizzlies. You're, thinking, you're, you're forgetting about the Jazz. The Jazz series is 2 2. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yeah, Jazz and Mavericks are undefeated. Or 
undefeated. What the fuck? Are tied two two. We had three series tied two two. Wow. Yep. All right. You want to go with this one first? All right, you go first. Yeah, I mean, we haven't talked about this one at all. Um, I like the Mavs because the Mavs are the best player on the court. And it's a, th- it's a three-game playoff now. That matters a lot. Where's the, where's the game tonight? In Dallas? Luca's back? Hey, I mean, we've been to Dallas. That place is rocking, ready for a Mavericks championship. Just kidding. I gotta, I'll probably get the Dallas – Dallas and six. I got Dallas too. And six, they're winning the next two. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I think it goes seven. I give. I, I mean, future I feel like Celtic. Donovan Mitchell always goes seven. Future Celtic John, Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Future Celtic Donovan Mitchell. Um, Donovan Mitchell's got to get. Can't count him out. Utah. Donovan Mitchell has to get out of Utah. Find a way. Find an What's escape route. That's another team. It's just like I feel like it's the Nets. Every single year, it's like, oh, this team's gonna be so good, and then it's like, I mean, they're not bad. They're what a three seed. Maybe they should team up. Seriously, maybe they should team up. Kyrie, Kyrie and Durant teamed up with uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. See how it goes. I mean, that team, would win, that team would win a championship. That would that'd probably win a championship. That team's winning a championship. But can that team that, – that won't happen. So, it's like, I don't know, you know. It's fun to think about, but no chance. And then you see like, these players, like, they might as well just team up because, like, you have no other shot with anybody else. It's just it's weird. Like, like, I don't know. Donovan Mitchell is a fantastic player, probably a top – Three shooting guard only right now. Rudy Gobert is a defensive player of the year candidate every single fucking year. They have decent role players on their team, and they always have a high seed. And they just they it's like no one's ever thinking like, oh, they're really gonna make it past like they're really gonna battle for a Western Conference title this year. Like no one ever thinks that. I'm actually convinced the Utah Jazz are, are just cursed, cursed, dude. I mean, you got Stockton and Malone. Do they still have Mike like, Conley? Like they probably still have Mike Conley. Yeah, Mike Conley. Bogdan. Like, how is this team not like good? Yeah, the curse. I'm telling you, the Utah Jazz are cursed. You had John Stockton, who has the most assists ever by a mile. And you had Carmel. He won't, he won't ever be passed. No, no one's ever passed John Stockton. That's actually unreal. The, the fact that I've watched CP3 play the basketball that he's played, people call him point god. They call him like the exact picture of what a point guard should be. And he's not even fucking close to John Stockton. Like he's actually like, no, he's like, it, it won't happen. John Stockton, that, that's actually unreal. Did all he do was pass? I don't get it. I obviously never saw him play, but he must have just never taken a shot in his life. <laughs> it's unreal. It's unreal. He must have averaged like 20 assists a game. That's actually ridiculous. He's so far ahead. It's not even funny. It's really not close. Let's let's look it up. It's got to be laughable. NBA assist. John Stockton is at 15,806. The next closest is Jason Kidd at 12,091. That's a joke. Look at Chris Paul, dude. Chris Paul. Chris Paul has been one of the best point guards in the league for 17 years, and he's four, almost 5,000 assists behind him. What the fuck did John Stockton average? I'm checking that right now. He must have averaged Magic Johnson, considered the greatest point guard of all time, is 5,700 behind him. I mean, this has got to be one of those records that this has to be like a, the same thing as like the Cal Ripken record, like the most consecutive games played. It's just never going to be broken. This might never be broken. Dude, look at, look at, the, look at these seasons in a row. Ready, ready for this? 13.8 a game, then 13.6, then 14.5, then 14.2, then 13, 12, 12, 12, 11, 10. All that's outrageous. That's like how many years he had to have played like what, 25 years? 
I mean, to stack up that many assists. Well, he's a 10-time All-Star, for Christ's sake. Jesus Christ. Is John Stockton underrated? I know. I, I feel like Jackson, no. I for feel real, like he played 19 years, dude. Yeah. He has 19 years of just basically averaging 10 assists a season. It's incredible. No one's touched that. Nope. I agree. I mean, let's, let's see his points. I mean, one time he had, he had – he was doing 17, 17, 15, 15. So, I mean, he had 17 three years in a row, then 15, 15, 15. I mean, he was still scoring the ball. That's incredible. Shout out John Stockton. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Shout out John Stockton. <laughs> but basically what we're talking about is they had him and the greatest – one of the greatest power forwards of all time. And it's not their fault they had to play Jordan. MVP, it's not their MVP fault they had to play Jordan fucking – like two or three times, but still. I think they are cursed. I think you're right. This jazz yeah. team's not bad, but they're bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jordan. Like they're not Clarkson, bad, but they're bad. I mean, he won like two six mans in a row, right? Something stupid like that. Jordan yeah. Carson, did he win like two six mans in a row? He's not he won last the year. I mean, it's I mean, clearly Tyler Hero this year. Not even fucking close. No one else is in the conversation. Yeah. Scoring 20 off the bench. It's ridiculous. But so, so yeah, we're both going with maps there. Mm-hmm. All right, Pelicans. No, we already did that. Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Grizzlies. Timberwolves. Unfortunately, <gasps> damn. I see Jaw turning around. They're a two seed for a reason. They're a really good basketball team. I think. I mean, I'm. I've bought into the Timberwolf hype a little bit, but I'm not going too faded on that. How many games do you think? I can see it going seven. I can see all three of these. Series that are tied to two going to seven, even the Suns one. I just think the Suns get done the next two, but I could see it, like if we go seven, I wouldn't be shocked. I could see all of them. See, that's this is why the Eastern Conference is the better conference. The good teams, they're dominating. They're dominating. They dominate. And the teams they're dominating aren't even bad. The Nets aren't that bad. The Bulls. The Bulls, great team. And who, who else? Hawks, good team. But I, what I will say is Golden State is making um, – I mean, Denver. they're making Denver look like pipsqueaks. They're dominating. Dude, I saw the funniest meme the other day. It was like – it was a TikTok of Jokic with like 15 MVPs, 15 MVPs, zero rings. Nicole Jokic. Literally. I mean, he's never going to get a ring, dude. He's never going to get a ring. He doesn't get I mean, to be fair, like the Nuggets outside of Jokic are like not that good of a team. They used to be better. They used to have some good role pieces around him that he could work Murray's, with. Murray's, I mean, when they when they had Murray, Murray yeah, Murray used to score fifty in the bubble. He took the Jazz to seven. No, and he's then, not. What's his name? Michael Porter. He's not playing either. You remember when they fucking went three? You remember when they came back three one three times, or was it two times? I think no. it was two times, and then they went down three one to the Lakers. To the Lakers and didn't get it done, but that was unreal. It was like when they went down three one, everyone was like, "Oh, all right, series is over. Denver's got it." I'll never, I'll never forget the Denver Nuggets for stripping us of uh, a Western Conference Finals of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George versus the Lakers. Thank you, thanks Nuggets. Thanks for nothing. No, you should be thanking the fucking Paul George and Kawhi Leonard for not being able to get it done. That's embarrassing. Three one, three one. That was bad. You just carried after, Toronto. After they, after they went through a brawling fight with the Mavericks. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard backpacks Toronto to a championship, but you can't win one game against Denver out of three. That's a choke. Maybe that it's just Paul George. That was a choke. And now Luke left Paul George out to hang this season. Missed a quad. So, yeah, the, war- the Warriors are dangerous. That, that is something I'll say. The Warriors, 
they're probably gonna go to finals to be honest Both okay that, yeah. dude you just this is what we say with recency bias they're gonna go to the finals it's, it's actually unreal i've seen it too many times i can't stand curry and i just i just this I, team's I just not right. finals material to me but again the West, I think anyone can come out of the West, too. There's not, like, a super dominant. You, you don't think the Warriors are favorites right now to get in the West? No. No Booker. No Booker, yeah, they are, probably. The Hunters, I mean, the Warriors are scary, dude. Jordan Poole. I and Clay's not, not even playing, like, unreal. Yeah, I mean, man, he's been, worry. like, good. Don't worry. Clay's going to get hot. I'm going to bang from three. I just can't. I just can't win. See Steph win that championship. I can't stand Steph. I just can't. I just can't have Mike Green commentating my when my team gets an L. And I, if it's the Celtics versus the Warriors, I'm gonna cry because I'm gonna have to hear that. You know what? You know what? Hearing Mike Green give me a nightmare. That would you know be a, that would actually hearing, be a nightmare. That you know what? Hearing nightmare. Mike Breen scream bang in the game and Steph Curry hits a big shot over the Celtics in the NBA Finals. You know what that's gonna feel like? That's gonna feel like what every MLB team feels like. When they see Angel Hernandez as their umpire for the night, <laughs> that'd be great. That? I need, I, I need, I need to bring up this, these stats. These Angel Hernandez abysmal, maybe the worst thing you've ever seen. Fucking stats of all time. So this guy last night had a plus point seven seven run differential for Milwaukee, which is actually not that crazy. No, that's that's pretty bad. So basically what that means is like his umpiring was like swayed much more. He gave Milwaukee basically a run and the game was one, one, nothing. Um, 11 of 48 called strikes were balls. His strike percentage was 77%. That's God awful. He got 77% of his strike calls, right? That is terrible. He got 94% of the five of 81 called balls were two strikes. So basically five times he called a ball or he called a strike a ball. And 11 times he called a ball a strike. He had one. Gene Segura's, a, a, a ball that he called a strike on Gene Segura was six inches off the plate. They calculated it was 6.37 inches off the plate. Do you know how far six inches is? Like, he, you have to be borderline blind. Like, this curveball almost hit Gene Segura and he called it a strike. This isn't his first time too, right? No, no. He's infamous for being an absolutely terrible umpire. His final score was 88%. His consistency was wild. Uh, you can see this. I don't know. Look at look at that. Look at that strike zone. That was a strike zone. It looks like a fucking ogre. It looks like one of those like Ghostbusters ghosts that just like floats. It, it's terrible. It's the worst chart I've ever seen. Angel Hernandez should be ashamed. And Kyle Schwarber took a bullet for all of America by screaming at Angel Hernandez. I love Kyle Schwarber for that. He he was that obviously was he obviously like the the call that he missed on Kyle Schwarber was probably the most respectable miss that he's had all night. It was like a borderline strike. So if you watch that and see Kyle Schwarber freak out, you're probably like, why is Kyle Schwarber getting this mad? Like, it's not that, like, he missed that call, but, like, you probably should have swung at that. He's getting mad for everyone else, for everyone on Philly and probably Milwaukee that wanted to yell at this guy all night. That was a straw. America a favor. Angel Hernandez should be thrown in jail. That was literally the definition of the straw that broke the camel's back right there. After that call, boom. Exactly. Blew up. Now it's unreal. It was, there was like four different clips from that night of strikes being called that were just like outrageous, like really fucking terrible. And Angel Hernandez is always going to be under a microscope when he's umpiring because people know that he has records like of doing this. Like he's just known for being a bad umpire. But like you can't be that abysmally bad. Like you can't be that horrific. 
and still have a job. Because if anybody was that bad, I mean, this is an entertainment. This this isn't fucking little league baseball. This is professional baseball. People, this is money is on the line. Millions of dollars are on the line. I'm still all against the the robot thing, though. The robot, um, I am too. But when you watch games by Angel Hernandez, it makes you it makes you really fucking wonder. Yeah, it fuels it fuels the the need for that. But I don't want to see it because I don't just get married time. You start fucking putting robot players out there. I will say. It is a matter of time before it comes. Like I know, I'm. A, I agree with you. I don't want it either. But I hope you just get ready because it, it will be coming at some point. Jeez. I will almost guarantee it. That'd be brutal. Right. Are we are we transitioning straight from NBA? Or do you have any more pointers? I was done with the NBA. All right. Is there anything you wanted to say? Other than, I mean, I know you. I feel like you wanted to suck off the Warriors a little bit more. If, if you, if that's up for you, that's your choice. You know. I just think that the Celtics and the Warriors would be a fantastic finals. And I think that's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that I don't want to see the Warriors in the finals again. I wouldn't want Can to we get somebody Warriors. fucking else. God damn. I don't want to see Steph Curry win another one. I really don't. I don't like Steph Curry. But you don't like Steph Curry because we think he's better than KD and you don't. And if Steph wins another one, you would have legitimately no argument, like whatsoever. You you would you have an argument if Steph Curry wins a championship this year? Would you have an argument for KD over Steph? Probably not. No, Curry won MVP. Right. Finals MVP. You're right. You won it, even if he didn't win Finals MVP. I don't care. Why do you care about Finals MVPs like that much? I think it's crucial. Crucial. Andre Iguodala has one. Was he not crucial? Who won it when the Celtics won it? Paul Pierce. Okay, that's fair. Look back at any Finals MVP ever. He was crucial. Andre Iguodala. They probably wouldn't have won without him. No, they probably wouldn't have won. Really? They probably wouldn't have won. They just didn't want to give it to Steph because Steph had like two bad games. But Steph went off like three times in that series. And they just gave it to Andre Iguodala because he stopped LeBron, even though he didn't stop LeBron. That, that Cavs team was just god-awful. Who was the best player in last year's finals? Okay, yes. I will agree that usually the best player wins it. But the fact that Andre Iguodala didn't or did win it, that should like that one should be that, steps. That completely cancels that out. Right? That one should be steps. It should be. Right. Who's the best player on that team? Andre, you're gonna tell me it was Andre. No, he's not the best player on the team. But he's the best player in that series. He's the most important player in that series. If you take out Steph Curry or Andre Udawa, you're taking out Steph. You'd rather have Andre. No. Exactly. So what are we arguing here? Hey. I'm just saying, I'm stating a fact. I'm just stating a fact. Okay. Let's go to baseball. Right, that would be a good finals. I will. I don't, mean, I, don't, I don't mean to shoot it down, but I just don't want to see the Warriors game. That's basically what I was saying. I wouldn't want. I don't. I, can't, I just can't see Memphis in the finals. Please give me. Please give me a win-win scenario with the with the Sun Celtics. Obviously, I'd want the Celtics to win, but if I saw my boy CB three one one, I you know it would you know it what? would help it would help the pain heal a little bit better. You know it's gonna be. You know who's gonna be. You know who's gonna be. You know who it's gonna be. Who? It's gonna be the Pelicans. Dude, <laughs> think about this. Think about this. Dude, we saw the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Think about that. We saw the Bengals in the Super Bowl this year, and they'd just perfectly be wrapped up if the Pelicans were in the, in the fucking the, the NBA Finals. I mean, it wouldn't be any weirder than that. How weird was it seeing the Bengals in the Super Bowl? Tell me not. It's like, is this a real game? This is like a fucking mad matchup. I'm not entertaining this. See, this is like this is like when we have arguments in the group chat and then you say something really stupid and then the rest of the time I just realized you were pranking me the whole time and I just stopped talking to you. That's this moment right now. Where were the bang where were the bangles before the playoffs? 
a fringe team, fringe. And guess what? Did anybody, did you ever predict the Bengals going to the Super Bowl? Seriously, did you ever say, you know what? They could probably go. Football is completely different than basketball. It is easy for the worst team to win in a one game, especially if a matchup works out. In basketball, you have to beat a team four times in seven games. The better team's going to win most of the time. All right. True. Football, you can just get hot, you know? Just throw an idea. You're telling me the Giants are better than the fucking 18 and 0 Pats? No. They met them at the right time. Just throw an idea out there. It was a bad idea. Here's an idea. How about the Boston Red Sox get some bats? (laughs) How do we get Bobby Dahl back to fucking double A? So we can learn how to hit off a fucking tee again. Oh, you hear this? This is this is Cole Care slandering Bobby Dalback, who I slandered all last year. And Cole's like, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. He's gonna prove you wrong. He's gonna prove you. He gets on this is what he does. He goes on one of those streaks. You're like, oh, look at him, look at him. He's good, he's good. And then boom, back to reality. To be fair, he did prove you wrong last year. But right now I'm off the Bobby train so hard, it's actually unbelievable. This I think I saw something. It was like the Red Sox first baseman this year with him and Shaw combined are like eight for like like 60 something it was like eight for like 62 like they're batting like 158 combined travis shaw was dh'ing for this team over the weekend and he does not have a hit on the season this man does not have a single base hit and you're dh'ing him you can't dh like christian arroyo wasn't playing why aren't we dh'ing christian arroyo i don't care that like shaw hits righties sometimes you're gonna see a million righties shaw can't hit shit Righty or lefty or T or batting machine or fucking soft toss. He probably can't even hit soft toss. This guy, he shouldn't. Travis Shaw shouldn't even be in our triple A system. He should not have a job. Travis Shaw should maybe be on the Pirates. I don't mean to be like so. I don't mean to be like such a dick to Travis Shaw right now, but thank you for 2016 and 17. You were a great third baseman for two years. We let you go and we should not have brought you back. That's how I feel about it. Jeez. Bobby Dalback. He's batting 154 with one home run, two RBIs. I saw his one home run. I thought he he hit the go-ahead and game-winning home run at the game I was at. And I was like, okay, great. This his season's gonna start turning around. Maybe Bobby gets hot. He I don't think he's had solid contact since. Actually, not to beat up on him too much. In the game that we he had the tying run at third base. It was three to two, one out in the ninth, tying run at third base, and he hit an absolute rocket just right at Matt Chapman. Other than that, so I, I really don't like we ended up losing that game, and people were like, Oh, Bobby sucks. So like, how do you not have that run score? And I agree, hit the ball in the fucking air. All you have to a sack five ties the game, but still that that was a rocket. Outside of that, he's been just his defense has been not that great either. Uh it's – I don't know what we're waiting for Cassis for. Cassis is literally just raking in AAA right now, batting like 350-something. Has I feel like I see him hitting a home run every single night on Twitter. But, yeah, let's just keep him down there so he can rot and then come up too late. Great. That's what we need. We need wins and now. And Kike is 11 for 61. He's got him, bat, him batting leadoff was never a good idea. I was always on the Trevor Story leadoff train, and I'm, finally, I'm, I'm happy Cora finally saw it too. Enrique Hernandez is too much of a free swinger. Kike is great for this team, and I like him. He's a great center fielder, but batting leadoff was a little outrageous for me. I would bat him ninth. If I was this team, I'm batting Kike ninth until he gets hot. He can be a good double leadoff. He can be a good double leadoff. 
Because if he gets on base, he can be fast for the top of the lineup. But until he gets hot, I do not want him batting first or fifth. I want him batting seven, eight, nine, preferably nine. Xander's, Xander's batting pretty well. Batting 350. Xander's the only bright spot of this team. Even Story. Actually, Story that's terrible. Hansel Robles ha- has been nails out of the bullpen. He gave up the walk uh, walk-off home run to Kevin Kiermaier two nights ago. That was not great, but that was the first run he'd given up in 20 appearances. So tip your cap. It was upsetting that uh, Kiermaier ended the game, especially fucking Kevin Kiermaier. First home run of the season. The dude hits like eight bombs a year. He's the one that beat you. Like, whatever. But he's been – and then Garrett Whitlock. Garrett Whitlock is the best pitcher in the MLB. Yeah, his first star, huh? He was dealing, huh? Four innings, seven Ks. First six batters he saw, he struck out five. Is, is he our new ace? He's the best pitcher in baseball. I'm not even kidding. He's the most – He's the most valuable pitcher in baseball. Most valuable pitch because okay, I, like I don't mean to be disrespectful to like obviously like Max Scherzer and Degrom and Garrett Cole and I mean even Garrett Cole's been really bad this year, but like what Garrett Cole can be, all, all the great pitchers that are good in this league. But Garrett Willock, the thing that makes him so valuable is that he comes like out of the pen, or you can have him start, you can have him pitch four innings, you can have him piggyback off a starter and pitch the last four innings of a game like he did and close out the game, not give up a single run. You could have him start a game, go four or five innings. You can have him close, which he's done. You can literally just, whenever you need him, whenever you feel like you need to win and you need three to 15 outs, he can come in and give them to you and without even sweating. I don't even know if I've seen a man on second base against him this year. He just doesn't give up base runners. It's unreal. I don't know what it is. And, like, some his pitches aren't even, like, super, like, like, it's not like he's, like, has, like, a devastating slider or, like, a nasty curveball. It's just everything is just slightly above average and he's just pounding the zone and out thinking hitters and it's unreal to watch really is i don't mean so, to be hogging up the airwaves here but what are your thoughts on the red Sox? have you been watching them at all or not really i have and the offense has been absolutely shit me and trevor story had the same amount of home runs i got zero at bats i mean come on trevor story i gave you five games six games we're getting we're getting to 16 games here and we're seven we're and to 16 yeah we're at 16 games here. Zero home runs. And J.D. Martinez, too. He's got one home run. He hasn't been doing shit. He's hurt. He's hurt. He's, He's been hurt? hurt the past, like, four games, yeah. I did see his one home run, though, against Detroit. One more day. But, dude, we got one game on the Orioles. I know it's early, but Jesus Christ. Can we, can we, can we be even at least? Like, you know, the, there's, a saying, there's a saying. There's a saying. You can't win it in April, but you can lose it in April. And yeah. – I agree with that. Like, like you can't win the division in April. No matter how good of an April you have, there's still so much baseball to play. But you can lose the division in baseball or in in April. If you go out slow and your just team morale is low, and all of a sudden you become traders at the deadline instead of buyers, you can lose the team in April. You just have to stay afloat. Like this team just needs to start. If if we lose three out of four or get swept by Toronto, if we go to Toronto tonight for a four game series. If we lose this, if we don't at least tie the series, we're uh, we're in trouble. I know that that'd be three straight series in a division that we lost. Mm-hmm. To start the season. You gotta take one division series at least. Jesus Christ! And then who do we got? Thank God we go to Baltimore after that. We, go to Orioles we, next, need, huh? we need a sweep. We need, we need a the Orioles sweep. next, huh? We have one Angels. series win, and it's against the Detroit Tigers, and we didn't even look that great against them. 
We need a sweep. And then we got Start three series in Toronto. That. If we if we get four at, at in Toronto, that'd be nuts. It won't happen, but I can dream. We got three tough series after the Orioles, though. Angels, White Sox, and Braves. I'm trying to go to an Angels game. Me too. Wednesday. No, like I'm actually might be going to the Angels game on not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. Are you serious? Who's pitching, Otani? Hopefully. 15 cool. bucks. Otani's pitching 5-3. 15, 15 bucks. Want to come? He's pitching 5-3. What's 5-3? May 3rd. No, May 5th. He's pitching May 5th. May. No, May 3rd. He's pitching on May 3rd. Can you yeah. can you confirm it? You're looking at his like starting. May. Five yeah, May third. Yeah, that's Tuesday. Goddamn, we missed the start by one day. But yeah, uh, me, me, Christian, and uh, Keith are thinking about going on Wednesday. You want to come? I'll go. We're gonna we're gonna see Waka, Waka Flocka, Waka Flocka. Waka's been great. Waka's been our best starter. If you don't count Garrett Whitlock as a starter. I mean, Nathan Evaldi has been bad either. Nick Pavetta, trash. Nick Pavetta has been god-awful. Rich Hill can't pitch more than four innings. Tanner Houck has been pretty good, too. Tanner Houck has been pretty good, too. Garrett Willock. Garrett Willock is the most exciting thing about this team. It's actually unreal. Whenever he goes into – I never thought I would say that. Like, obviously, home runs. Like, with a team with Devers, Bogarts, JD, Travis Story, you would think, like, this offense would be busting right now and that my favorite player to watch would be Xander or Devers because they're just so hot. No, I get most excited when Garrett Whitlock is pitching. If I have to pee really badly and I either choose between watching Garrett Whitlock for an inning or miss a Xander at bat, I'm missing a Xander at bat. I'm missing a JD or a Devers at bat to pee. I'm not missing Garrett Whitlock fucking carve up teams. It's, it's so electric to watch. What about our best? Like best hitter. Yeah, Verdugo? Xander and Verdugo. Verdugo's been clutch as fuck. Verdugo's been unreal. Verdugo's been clutch as fuck. He's been doing it against the Yankees, too. Anyone that can just hit a bomb at Yankee Stadium and just immediately, like, disrespect the crowd is a fan favorite to me. Um, But, yeah, no, I'd say it's Xander. I mean, Xander's batting 350, bro. Nevers. I'll put you in the MVP talks, buddy. He's swinging at everything. He has, like, apparently one of the highest chase rates in the league right now. Not a good sign. Four straight in Toronto, dude. Oh God. You know who was a, a happy camper though? Who's pitching tonight? Barrios Evaldi. Oh. You know who's uh, you know who's a happy camper tonight? Or right now? Cool. Like no Sarah. The Mets are hot. Oh yeah. The Mets are hot. The Mets are unreal. Twelve and five. That's unreal. They just they just did they just sweep the Giants? I think they did. They at least took two out of three. I think they swept the Giants, though, in City Field. So they took three. Slightly less impressive, but sweeping a good team is always impressive, no matter where you play. They took three out of four. They took three out of four. And where were they? They were in City Field, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's still wild. Three out of four from the – I mean, the Giants are probably top five team in the league right now. They are in. What about the – don't sleep on the what's you call it, though. You know who looks terrible? You know who's got swept by the Royals and the Guardians? Who the White Sox? Yep. Have you have you seen the meme that went around? The what? White Sox, I think, swept or won two out of three to begin the year. And you know the fresh prince of the fresh prince of Bel Air photo where it's Will Smith standing in like an empty room 
and it's like him like looking at the living room like i think that it's probably like the last scene of the show but like when the fresh pins like moves and he's just standing like the empty living room with like no furniture or anything it's just like him empty in the room have you ever seen that photo when the white Sox won their first series they posted that photo and their caption was like us looking around waiting to see when other people in our division are gonna like show up they and then they got swept by the Royals and the Guardians like immediately afterwards. Karma. That's that's so that's amazing. That is karma. That's really karma. They've lost seven in a row, and they were picked. They might have picked the runaway division, but I also they were my pick to win the fucking World Series. I also picked Minnesota to get the wild card. And they're eight and eight. Let's go. Minnesota. Did you see that Byron Buxton walk off, dude? Byron Buxton. Yes, I did. MVP. Byron Buxton. If he stays healthy, Jules. You you completely. Put I was him on to him. If he stays healthy, you. you I was put on him to wrong. him early. Yeah, I was no. on to him like. I was on to him early. Like, like he hit a four hundred and seventy foot home run walk off yesterday. I think it was. I think he's, it was up there. I have him on my fancy team. He's probably my best player right now. I think he has like four home runs. Byron Buxton. I literally said it last year. I'm like, dude, if this guy can stay healthy, he's an MVP candidate. Byron Buxton, and dog. Not only that, Byron Buxton. We played four games against Minnesota already this year. Byron Buxton slid, hits a first at bat of the series, hits a double, slides into second, and gets hurt for the entire series. Gets gets hurt for the entire rest of the series. We miss him for four games, and he comes back right back immediately. So we didn't even have to face. Oh, that's him. one thing, dude. Like literally, when he came back, he had a long injury last year. And I think like his second at bat, he, he only came back for like the last like twenty games of the season. His second at bat was like a home run. Like this dude that like, doesn't lose at all. He's never rusty. Let me see his stats right now. He's never he's rusty, but he's never playing. He's got six home runs. You know how many Trevor has? Trevor Story has zero. Trevor and fucking my man Byron Marks has six already. Home runs. That's ridiculous. He's putting up Vlad numbers right now. Don't worry. They're going to turn it around, though. Red Sox can't turn it around. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not, not worried yet. yet either. It's not time to be worried yet, but it's time to pick it up. Like, I know people say that, you know, the April games aren't as important. They still count. If we look back, if we miss the playoffs by two, three games and we look at back at the beginning of the season, you don't want to, like, feel like you let some of these slip away. Like, I've already felt like we have. We've, we should be three, four games better than we are right now, and we can't keep up on that streak. That's just not a healthy, sustainable streak for a team looking to make it far. So, who do you, you got any uh, too, too, too soon takes, right? Any too, too soon, soon takes? Teams? Yeah, the Dodgers might not lose a game for the rest of the year. Stop it. Stop it. That team's unreal. They don't lose. They're going all the way? It's it's literally an all-star team. If they don't win, the Dodgers might be cursed because the only ring that they have is that Mickey Mouse 60-game fucking COVID season, which some people don't count, some people count. I don't know how I feel about it. It was a little weird. It's like, it's nice that they got that, but like, Clayton Kershaw, if he ends his career with one World Series ring, it's going to feel a little empty. I don't know. Like, this team's got to win again. They're too good. But baseball is just such a weird sport. Like, the Braves fucking won it last year after being a 500 baseball team all year. Just weird shit happens. Any early MVP? Jose Ramirez, 20 RBIs. Fucking Byron Buxton, dude. Buxton, he's Ramirez, too, dude. I mean, Mike, Mike, Trout, Mike Trout is back. No one talks about it because everyone expects it and the Angels suck. But Mike Trout leads the league in OPS right now. He's back. I haven't, I haven't heard shit about Mike Trout, to be honest. Yeah, well, he hit like three home runs in one game in Seattle like last week, and I don't think anyone even batted an eye. 
Mike Trout, he's batting three, 333 with four home runs. It's Mike Trout for you. You're going to see him in person. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Haven't bought the tickets yet. Not going to work. Yeah. All right. Anything else about baseball today? No, I got my rant out. Thank you for allowing me to voice my frustrations. If I do have to – I would like to say one good thing about the Red Sox, I guess. It's been that the reason why I still have hope in this team is because I've thought that the pitching was going to be the problem and that the offense was going to have to carry. But the fact that the pitching has looked this good, the offense can turn around at some point. Like, these guys are going to start hitting. And if the pitching can stay this good, then this is going to be a very good team at some point in the season. But if the pitching starts to become what I expected it to be right when the offense starts picking it up, we're in trouble. Pitching has to say this good, at least for now, until the bats can waken up for more than one game. All right. So we're going to move on from sports to the world of social media. Elon Musk, the millionaire, <laughs> has just bought Twitter. Twitter, everybody. The app where Donald Trump, he was blocked. You know, some people say it's controversial, but are you really, really at the president? of the United, former president of the United States was blocked on Twitter. You had like ISIS like groups, like not blocked on Twitter. That's where I saw the problem. I was like, first of all, if we're, if we're not gonna allow free speech, then we should not, we should be blocking people like, I don't know, terrorist groups or something like that. I don't know, something pretty obvious instead of a guy just making statements. But Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Do you have any initial reactions, Cole? No, I'm very uninformed in this. I mean, I all I know is that he bought it. Like. I don't know. Is it going to change like drastically? I, I just go on. I just enjoy Twitter. You know, I just scroll through it. As long as I see all my fucking normal tweets, what does it do to me? You know, I don't know. I don't know the implications. I'm just not educated on this enough. This is tweeted from Jake Paul. He said, with Twitter being the most toxic and corrupt platform full of lies from the left, it will no longer have a platform to censor, hide, and manip- manipulate the truth. If this tweet makes you mad, then you're guilty. Love it. Love it, Elon. I guess, I mean, I really don't see. Do you see Elon Musk as a right side guy? I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know. Really like, I think I really, like, dude. You want to know what I know about Elon Musk? People don't a, like him. For I don't know. I don't know why. I just know people don't like him, and I know that he's just disgustingly rich. That's all I know. The fact that I think he's it was like and he's the owner of Tesla. Forty billion dollars for Twitter. I did see. What do you, what I did do you see do, someone said know? like, I saw. Well, because he tweeted, I didn't realize how much fucking like engagement he gets on Twitter. Every single one of his like tweets gets like millions of likes, or at least hundreds and hundreds of thousands. But he tweeted something today after he bought Twitter, just something like we bought it or something. I don't know. Just basically letting the world know that he got Twitter before like before the news like really came out. And like the number one comment under it was like, so you're spending $45 billion to buy a social media platform when you could use that money to like donate to charities or like save world hunger or fix climate change or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, like, how are you going to tell someone else to spend their money? How do you know he's not going to use this for good? And he also pays fucking $13 billion in taxes every year. It's like they already taken a lot. In, what do you think that goes to? Who knows what that goes to? But I mean, he's already getting money taken out of his pocket. You want him to just donate every single dollar that he has? I he mean, also said, he also told the United States, the United Nations, he would give them $6 billion to end world hunger if they showed him a detailed plan. And no one ever gave him a detailed plan. 
people also called his bluff on it. But people also called his bluff on it. He said he'd buy Twitter. And look what he just did. He'd buy Twitter. So, I mean, this dude, he's a genius. I mean, like, he tells the truth. Like, he's not he's not bluffing anybody. And that's such a, that's such a fact, though. The fact that he would say, you'd have to give me a plan. Because you know if the, he just gave $6 billion in United Nations, that'd be, this guy has some of that. It's, he's going in this guy's pocket. Like, that would never, ever, like, if there was no structured plan, that would end up in so many people's pockets, just added picture. Like, no kids would get that money. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. And you have to agree with him. I mean, like, at this point, like, what, how can you mad the guy? It's I just mean, like, who owned Twitter before? I don't even know. I think it was, all, it was owned by a company. So and like, what were they doing? Like, why did they, why does Elon Musk, like, why did Elon Musk spend $45 billion on it to get it? Like, what is so, like, intriguing about it to spend that much money? Is he going to make money back from it? I don't Like, I don't get it. I really don't know. Let me see. This is what Elon Musk, he tweeted after he bought this. Free speech is the bedrock of functioning dem- democracy. And Twitter is a digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated, said Mr. Musk. Also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defending the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the community of users to unlock it. But I guess he's trying to get rid of like, Dude, that's fair because Twitter has a lot of fucking bullshit on it. I there's can't a lie. lot of fake shit out there. There's a lot of fake shit on it and there's a lot of bots. Like if I had oh to see God. another bot comment like, oh, do you want to do something like nasty later Absolutely. tonight? It's like, dude, I'm trying to just see some comments about some like dunk that Zion Williamson did in pregames. That's going to get other people riled up like us. I, I don't explain like why they do that. Like, is there somebody giving them money? Like, can somebody explain to me why there's a need for these bots that are, like just fake accounts like girls are like, Oh, can you suck me off? I'm not, I'm so hot. Like, like, do they get money? Or is it is there people stupid enough to like DM them and give them money? Is I mean, the problem? The people that get that, that get hacked, I mean, they're probably like hacking accounts. Those those are like hacking accounts, probably. People just fall for common, it. There's some horny people, people out there, Jules. Like, there's some dumb people out there. You know, you know, open my eyes to how dumb people are is only fans. You have guys like paying like thousands and thousands of dollars to see like just a pick of a girl. Like some of them are not even naked. Some of them are just like, it's just like a feet pick or a fucking an elbow pick. Like, what the fuck are you paying that much? You have that much money to give away? You just, how stupid can you be? Yeah, they're just supporting uh, local businesses, small small business owners. That's when I was like, all right, there's a lot of dumb people out there that you could probably get money from. So maybe, maybe there is a thing in this pocket. I also do, I, I like the idea of making an open source algorithm so that people can see like why they're seeing certain things. Because that is a big thing too. Like, I know that was a big thing for with TikTok is like the algorithm of TikTok like makes it like addicting and it's just not transparent and like people are nervous like what's coming like what dictates you know everyone hates how like it's like kind of like that thing where you say like oh like I was talking about fucking Bud Light with my family and then I randomly got a Bud Light ad on my phone it's like there's always just been like sketchy shit like that that happens on Twitter and on um Instagram and like just all social media outlets like that where I think open sourcing algorithms is actually a pretty good idea if they're actually truthful, which hopefully if he's spending 45 fucking billion dollars on it, he's actually like not lying. You know, that's insane though. But I mean, this dude's expanding big as it gets. I mean, this money is like ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. The amount of money he has is is absurd. That probably probably wasn't even a dent. $45 billion. He probably is like, Oh yeah, whatever. That's a tax rail. Like it's absurd, <laughs> stupid amount of money. Like he could actually end. What's he actually money. worth? If he actually has that much money to spend on Twitter, like what is he actually worth? 
And is this like, that's the thing I don't get is like, is this like a money investment for, obviously it's a money investment, but like, will he be getting a return on this? I don't know. Like, I don't get, I don't really know how like that works. Yeah. I wonder what the, I wonder what this, the Twitter stock did today, honestly, after him buying it, if it just shot up or shot down. I'm actually interested. Let's Check look. That out. Check that out. I will. Because, I mean, people like him, but then some people are like, oh, this guy's a monopoly. I would, I would guarantee that they went down. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember when he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast and the Tesla stock like just plummeted? That was just people just like don't like this guy, you know. But uh, that was that just showed like the genre, like the the freaking I don't even want to say it. I don't even know a word for it. The thing against weed. Do you have a guess? Do you have a guess? I think it went up. It did go up. It went up. It did two point seven seven. It's at fifty one point seven right now. Wow. Yeah. This dude has an effect, dude. He has an that, effect. That's that I'm honestly surprised by that. You really the Twitter you really tokenized don't like that. Twitter tokenized stock went up 3.21. Twitter Inc. went up 54.37. It's at 1046 right now. This man's making money moves, I guess. It is oh, that's, that's, scary, Twitter, that's, like- that's Twitter in Mexico. I didn't know there's weird as fuck. Twitter, Vienna. I guess it's just like each country. I don't know. I mean, obviously everyone's connected, but I guess there's just like different corporations or some shit work owning different countries. I don't know how that works. It is stocks, scary to stocks think. just go over my head, man. Yeah. It is scary to think though, like how much like effect one person can have. Like even like athletes, like simple stuff like Ronaldo, like he he took the bottle of Coke off this past uh I think it was last year. And he just took the bottle of Coke off and he said, Oh, drink water. And then the Coke stock like shot down like so much. <laughs> it's, it's actually incredible. Like just one simple move. That's why that's why they get paid so much money. I mean, just one simple thing. And it a group of people would affect that's why they're called influencers. Down. Exactly. They influence. That's why it's dangerous too, though. Because then they can spread something that's fake and everybody's like, oh, I believe that. Because a famous person saying it. So it really just it's, it's amazing. It's like FTX and Tom Brady. This man. It's probably getting paid a shit ton of money. And I bet you every single time he says something about the crypto world or FTX, FTX stock goes up. I'd guarantee it. That's true. Especially Tom Brady. Like even haters like of Tom Brady, like don't hate him. They just like, you know, like no one hates Tom Brady, the person. I don't think. I don't know why you would. What has he ever done? You know. That's a good point. All right. Cool. I have an odd question for you. Shoot this me. question has been sinking in my head. Could you could you take on 10 10-year-olds in a fight? <laughs> um how big are these 10-year-olds? I need height and weight. Oh, I need height and weight. They're probably like what's it, what's an average size? Almost average 10-year-old. Average size. If, if they're like, if they're like less than five feet and under a hundred pounds, yes. He is actually ten of them, bro. He is forty to ninety pounds. His height is between fifty to fifty-eight inches. Oh yeah, yes. Do you know what fifty inches is? What they're they're between forty to ninety pounds and fifty to fifty-eight inches. That's like what? That's four seven. two to fucking four ten. 
So you're taking 10 and 40 to 90 pounds? Yes. What if they're like, what if they're like organized? What are they going to do? Like they try to surround you. Okay. Do you think you can't? Like, I'm confused. You definitely could. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking like 10, like the, the first one's a lot. Like I, I, I guarantee getting a fucking, the first one's getting a beat down. Like I'm obviously very, I'm obviously very confident right now, but like if I saw 10 of them, I'd probably get like a little more nervous, but I still think I could do it. The first one's getting destroyed. He's, he's getting a fucking, the first one that comes at me is getting destroyed. Like, and if I can like do this with like out, like feeling bad, like any repercussions or anything, like, I don't want to like fucking kill these kids, you know, but like, yeah. if this like, was like, if this was more of like a video game setting where I could just like beat the shit yeah. out of them and then like, yeah, and, like no, a hundred percent. The first, you're rocking the first one. Cole. Dude, like, like if this is like a video game setting and it's like almost like you could just like reset and like shit, like no one gets hurt or anything. I think I would actually go fucking crazy. Cause you, <laughs> dude, you can do, you can do anything. You can do anything. The first one I'm throwing 40 out. to I'm 60 actually, pounds. Imagine I'm, a, imagine a four two, 40 pound kid. I'd probably just you, like you could pick punt him a hundred yards. You could probably like pick him up and use him as a weapon. I hate <laughs> Just, just grab both of his arms and start swinging him like a sword, bro. Come on, right, and you're, be, you're winning that. You're winning that. And they'd be scared, bro. If we're talking like normal, like ten year old, they'd be like, once he saw the first one get kicked, like I'm out of here. <laughs> Who came up with this question? I just saw. I just this saw is like up. this is like. Would you rather face uh ten? What what is it? It's like ten duck size. What is it? It's something like, would you rather face 10 duck-sized, uh, like, elephants? Maybe that's what it is. Would you rather face 10 duck-sized elephants or one duck or one elephant-sized duck? No, that can't be what it is. That doesn't sound right. That, that duck's fucking you up. <laughs> An elephant-sized duck? That's a dinosaur. It's horses. Horses. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? How big is a duck? One horse-sized duck. One horse-sized duck. No, so that, duck's a, a, you up. that duck would fuck you up. It's like an ostrich. But a hundred horses, dude, those things are fast. A hundred horses that are just duck-sized. But would they hurt? Yeah, they'd probably hurt. If they, like, ran into your legs. You just start stepping on them, I guess. But Dude, oh. ducks are, like, pretty. They're, they're, like, obviously not big. But, like, they're, like, they could do some damage if they're a horse. That's a good question. What's, like, the biggest animal you could take? Like, no weapon. The biggest animal I could take. Maybe a, should we have a knife? If you have a knife, what's the biggest animal you could take with a knife? With a knife? I don't know. I feel like I couldn't beat anything with like claws. Like that would they would fuck me up. A knife? The biggest animal you could probably like, take with a knife. You, do you think you could take a honey badger with a knife? Yes. How how big is a honey badger? Let me see this shit. Honey badger. What, where did you see this? Like, how is this on your mind all of a sudden, just randomly? I saw in one question. I was like, that's that's what I wanted to ask you before with the show started. Remember, I was like, I gotta I wanted to ask you something. So these are like 11, Could I beat up 10, 10 year olds. Third, if one's 35 pounds, I'm not taking the 35 pounds. A 35 pound honey badger? Nah, that's not, I'm getting killed by that. Actually, no, a knife, a knife. Dude, with a knife, are you taking a coyote? Yes. You take it, you take you're taking you're taking a coyote with your bare hands. With my bare hands. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Have you ever seen a fucking canine, bro? You're taking. You, no, you I'm not. You would kick that thing into oblivion. You would take one coyote. 
I would not say I could not take a coyote with a knife, bro. I couldn't. Yes, you could. Me, I if you trained me, maybe. But yes, right now, could. if you put me in a coyote and a knife in my hand in the same room right now, I'm fucked. No, not. If you did it right cool. now, I'm fucked, dude. Those things are pretty. Like a like one like coyote, like you're a, gonna take a, them out. You, like a, you would take them out with your bare hands, Cole. A coyote. You would. Kick am him. I? It, you would, am I? Am I getting coyote? And wolf life death, Cole. Like, I'm thinking like wolf, like a wolf here. A wolf. Is there a difference a between a wolf and a coyote? Yes. A coyote, you could take. Coyote's like the size of like, like me. Oh, a coyote looks like a fucking dog. No, I'm thinking like. Yeah, I'm thinking like a gray wolf. Like, are you taking down a gray wolf with a knife? One? Yeah. That's a toss-up. One, I think I could take. You could probably I, don't think, I don't think I could. Yes, I really don't could. think I could. You could jab him. In a, dude, if, he's, if he jumps dude. on you, stab him. You're taking one. Two. Let's, no. let's see if I can share this thing. You can definitely... Because this is Zoom. So I can share a screen here. How do my professors do that? I don't even know. Fucking view... I don't know. They're, they're just Ask a Luke. fucking Ask wolf, Luke. and it's Luke, scary as shit. Huh? Is Luke over there? Somebody over there? Yeah, no, nah, he just left. Damn. I was gonna say. You, you want here? I'll I'll fucking go ask everyone in my apartment right now what they think. With a knife. Sleep by himself, man. Things you can't take a wolf with a knife. Come on, life or death situation. You could take a wolf with a knife. You have to. You have to. If you're an adult, you should be able to take a, a, a wolf or a knife. If you're in a life death situation, one wolf, two, no, one wolf, you should be able to do that. All right. I only got two answers because I don't know where Danny is and Christian's in the shower, but Luke. Okay, let me give you context before you start getting riled up. It was 2-0, yes. 2-0, yes for the, the Coyotes. Thank you. Or to, to beat the Wolves. Thank before you get all riled up. Nope, nope. Before you get all riled up, Luke is a fucking hunter, okay? So Luke probably could, and I would believe in him in that situation because Luke is a big, strong kid who hunts. Okay, I get that. Dib said yes, but honestly, I don't know how serious he is. And, who'd you, who'd you bet and at the same the time, and at the same time, Div yeah. said that he's an above. He considers himself an above-average fighter. So he's just saying him personally would, but not everybody. I, I think you're dying. I don't think I could. I think I, maybe I'm maybe I should be too harsh on myself. Come on, cool. I see you in pool basketball. You're a worker. You're a grinder. Yeah, if it's you a life or death situation, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's probably good. But it depends. I don't know, dude. If that thing bites me, like, yeah, actually. Because if it bites me in the leg, I can just like stab taking... it. Dude, bare hands, though, I'm not beating a wolf. Bare I would hands. actually be more scared to take down, like, a like if a, like a grown deer was coming at me, I don't think I would take it down with a knife. A grown deer? Well, I would dodge a grown deer. See, the thing about the... a grown deer is the only way it hurts you is if it, like, trample, yeah. like runs into you or tramples you. I can, I'm, I'm elusive, bro. If you were like able to wolf, get around a it. A wolf can just, like, it. it's just as elusive as you. It can jump on you and fucking bite you and cl- scratch you, you know? True, but if it's a big deer, dude, that with the fucking those antlers, bro, you'd have to. No, I'm getting out of the way of that thing, bro. I'm elusive, dude. So, what do you think is the biggest you could take then? The biggest handle? Probably a wolf. With a knife? Probably a wolf. What about bare hands? Probably a coyote. 
dude i'm like not i'm like 150 pounds i'm 5'10 150 pounds i run fucking cross country and track and field what do you think i'm beating up here a bear i could probably take a i don't know dude tough question that's a tough question hey we'll, we'll come back to it after after uh we got a conspiracy and some picks you, we can we can we can we can let this one rest a little bit all right the conspiracy a conspiracy that is it was conspiracy at first area 51 all right so area 51 before 2013 which is the all, reason why this podcast is called arena 51 by the way yep shout out if you guys didn't know that but area 51 before 2013 was a conspiracy see so this is why we talk about conspiracies because sometimes they're true and Area 51 was the worst kept secret ever because everybody knew there was something out there. <laughs> it really was. There's a designated land that you can't go, but there's nothing there. Like, why can't we go there? Oh, oh, you can't there. take any pictures. And if you take pictures, you're, your phone's literally going to get fucking like hacked and you're going to get thrown in solitary confinement. But there's nothing there. Don't worry there's about it. There. Yeah, exactly. There's another thing of the government. The government the government really does think we're stupid sometimes. Seriously. They must think what, we're brain dead because that was the worst conspiracy ever. But it's been proved true. But me and Cole are going to think about what could possibly be there that's so that's so protected, so unknown, classified CIA information that they had to keep the whole place secret, just the place, not even what's inside. So, Cole, what do you think, personally, is the greatest secret they have kept? It's, I don't know what kind of UFO fucking alien shit they got in there, but it's def- it's got to be something extraterrestrial. It has to be. I mean, they've they've basically at the same time that they confirmed Area 51 is like not not just some plot of land. There's something there. They basically also confirmed through the Pentagon that UFOs are real. And now videos of UFOs are like super commonplace. I don't know if you know, like have like noticed on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I feel like I see new UFO sightings like every single fucking week. Like everyone's like it's very like public now that like the government knows about ufos and like on on unidentified what what are, what are they what are they ufos flying objects yeah they've basically said like we have plenty of evidence that this stuff exists we just don't know what it is and they basically said that at the same time that they confirmed area 51 was a real thing so it's got to be something. and I, that's what people have been saying for a long time like i feel like that's always been kind of like, oh area 51 is like extraterrestrial like I, I, it probably is what it is I don't know what else it's it would also, be. It's also like that's like the biggest spot, like that area is like the biggest spot for like known seeing flying objects. So maybe they're attracting stuff over there, or even they have like, like they have like UFOs that like have been falling down, captured. Oh yeah, like and they're like, like driving them, testing them. I think there's like serious like technology in there that our brain like can't even process. I think there's Stranger Things vibes going on in there. Oh, I think there's there's probably like testing. Yeah, I'm not about, uh, like I'm saying, there's like I mean, Stranger Things vibes going on. There's some, there's probably some deep secrets in there. There's like, probably some, some shit that if it gets out, the world might be fucked, kind of thing. Exactly. Maybe not to the Stranger Things out. degree here, but I don't know. It is kind of sus. And I think they and have like, I think like every basically like, everyone believes. Like you can't even ask. Like you know, people still ask. Like, do you believe in ghosts? Because like, no matter how many ghost videos you see, like people are going to be very skeptical. When you ask someone, oh, do you believe in aliens? Or like, do you think there's like something else out there? Like, everyone says yes now. It's like kind of like no knowledge, like basic knowledge. Like everyone's like, yeah, like there's everybody's like, I don't know what it is, but there's something. But there's definitely like, 
No one likes to say aliens. Everyone's like, there's something out there. There's something. Yeah. Well, because everyone thinks that aliens are like, you know, the green fucking things that we've been told that they are. Obviously, like they could, we don't know what they look like, but they can look like us. They can literally look like us. But everyone, I think everyone believes that aliens or something else is out there that we just don't know anything about. And that has to be what Area 51. It actually, it has to be. Like, it's not a coincidence that all these like UFO sightings are being confirmed, like at around the same time that Area 51 is like, oh, yeah, we're hiding something here. Is that all they said, though? They just said, like, oh, there's some sus shit in here. So they said it's the it's basically primarily like US United States military testing and technology and stuff like that. They say it's classified CA document that chronicles the YouTube spy plane, like stuff like that. And they have much higher than any other planes at the time over there at the UFO. But Area 51 is used to develop other aircraft, including the A-12. And Nighthawk. So they said it's basically just. I mean, I could get behind it, like being like a military like testing site because like you don't want like other nations or like governments getting ideas, and that's why it's very confidential. But it's just very weird, like how secret they were being about it. I don't know, like, dude, like you literally like couldn't take pictures of that area or anything. Like it was like some sus ass shit. There's plenty of military bases that, like, people wouldn't... I feel like if they just said it was a military base, people wouldn't mess around. Like, people wouldn't want to go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The fact that they kept it, like, so secret and so... And the fact that there's such a strong history of unexplained events happening, like, in and around that area, it's like... First, and it's in the How much of a coincidence of can this be, you know? It's actually located in the middle of nowhere, dude. Is like it, that, what is it? Like, I, the... Is it, like... Isn't it, like, Nevada, Arizona... Yeah. Area 51. Yeah, it's Lincoln County, Nevada. Nevada. I mean, that's like, I told you about that. That's I, I, you I was in Arizona. And I was like, I wasn't in Arizona. That's kind of close to that. I was in Nevada as well. But when I was driving that way to Arizona, there's, when you're out there, I mean, there's nothing out there, dude. It's like a desert. It, it's so flat. Like, it was ever, if you were ever to get abducted, it was right there. There's nothing around you to hide. You couldn't hide at all. If there was ever a place to get abducted, it was like that, dude. It was the creepiest thing ever. And there's nobody out there. I mean, that's why it was like the Wild West. I mean, there probably is just some crimes that have happened out there that like just no one fucking knows about, to be honest. There's probably dead bodies scattered all over that desert. Exactly. You dump a body. You ever watch Breaking Bad? No, you haven't watched Breaking Bad. Get on it. It takes place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's literally just a wasteland. That's why they can get away with all the shit that they did. Because they literally just drive two hours into the middle of nowhere. How are you going to know where they are? There's nothing out there. Exactly. That would be a good spot for a military testing base, though. Like, I'm not like that. That if that's like their like, cover up, that's a pretty clever cover up. You know, cover up. there's been worse cover ups than that. You know, but there's just too much. There's just too. There's much too to much pulling it towards. Like. Yeah, there's too much pu- pulling like, it towards extraterrestrial. Honestly, if I was in the if I, if I knew about like alien stuff, I probably wouldn't want to tell everybody. Like, tell everybody anyway. I mean, we, we can barely hang around with each other. Imagine if we told them there's was aliens. Like, people would flip out. Like, people would go lunatic if they knew there was aliens. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Like, if they just confirmed it. Like, oh, there's, there's probably something out there that could kill you, like, very easily. But it just d- decides not to. Also, I think, like, maybe they're hiding, like, maybe there's a testing site and stuff. Because I refuse to believe that, like, the United States, like, start stop testing on people. Dude. I refuse to believe it. I seriously do. I think I like, believe that they what? Like stop like doing experiments on people and stuff like that. 
I refuse to believe that, dude. Why? Because so you think they're doing like human, like weird, like it's really like like fact. like Nazi level shit, like what the Nazis Listen, used to do. You brought me right to my point. Thank you. Listen to this. So like after World War II, it's actually it's proven. This is a fact. You can look it up. That they brought many of the Nazi scientists to United States. Like they started, they bring them to start testing and stuff like that. Because obviously the Nazis, like they were so far ahead and like testing on people and doing stuff because they didn't give a fuck on about people. So they would just like test so many things. So they knew so much. They had so much information, and they obviously the United States wanted that. So you think the United States is not like the, like other countries? They want to get so far ahead. I'm telling you, there's got to be stuff hidden like that, like scientists doing experiments on people, stuff like that, like testing stuff. I think that happens. And if it would happen anywhere, I think Area 51 would be the spot. There's something deep about that, dude. Because look, there's no way, dude. I'm gonna look it up. Nazi scientists. I mean, that'd be that'd be oh. fucked up if we're doing those sorts of experiments. Listen, Nazi scientists work for NASA, dude. They really, they really signed this dude for NASA. Yeah, have you ever seen um, Hunters or whatever on uh, Amazon Prime? It's literally about like, I mean, it's obviously extremely fictionalized, but it's about how Nazis, like, some Nazis after World War II, like, became U.S. citizens, like, disguised themselves as U.S. citizens, and there's just like Nazis like living amongst us. And I mean, it, it's an exaggerated show about like Jews trying to find out who the Nazis are and like trying to kill the Nazis. So obviously it's a little fantasized, but like the the premise of the show was based based off of fact, which is like Nazis like infiltrated, not infiltrated, but like became American citizens under like ali- uh, alibis or not alibis, aliases um, after World War II. To listen to this, this guy's name Ver- Werner von Braun. He was a lead fitting figure in the development of rocket technology in Nazi Germany and a pioneer rocket spaceship. He also he worked in Nazi Germany. And he helped design, co-develop the, the two rockets. So like rockets they used during World War II. And listen to this. In 1960, he, he was a German. He moved to the United States, right? And his group became NASA, bro. He literally served as director of the Marshall Space Flight Center. NASA, dude. Can you with that? The fact that it's they just brought up. this dude. Like, he was a Nazi, dude. And they brought him over there. Because he was, like, so But, smart. like, that's the thing. Like, NASA doesn't have any ties to Area 51. It's not like NASA owns it. Yeah, but space... Like you tell me, they they brought to like all the government programs. So you you don't think like one of them ended up a not like ended up at Area Fifty One? Like it's all part of the government, you know? They probably brought into like all their programs. Like he was part of NASA, he was part of space. They probably brought like human testing. Like obviously they were gonna hide that stuff. Yeah, I could buy into that. I buy in. I buy into the uh er, the extraterrestrial a little bit more just because I have more faith in humanity than that. I really fucking hope we're not doing human testing in there. Um, I'm and I'd too, rather bro. have it. I'd rather have it be aliens, because that's cool as shit. Rather than us torturing fucking humans at, under Nazi control in America, that would be very scary. Um, so just for that reason, I'm gonna go extraterrestrial. But honestly, it's kind of fucked up to say. I wouldn't even I, like. I would be oh, very surprised. Like, how many people but like, it's not scary, like out of the realm that that's what they're doing, which is like kind of fucked up and scary to think about. Bro, and then you think about like how many people disappear, like. How many of these people are actually like sex slaves? Like how many people, like so many people. I mean, probably a lot, lot of people them. that disappear. Uh, pro- most of them. That's what I'm saying. Probably most of them. But there's just a, a crazy amount of people that just disappeared. It's like nothing. Never to be found. But that, that makes no sense to me. Dude. Especially in like the time of age. Like somebody can just like disappear. Well, because like, you know, like what you were talking about, dude. You literally just said it. You were driving through like Arizona, Nevada. I've driven through South sure. Dakota, Wyoming, mm-hmm. North Dakota. You know how easy it is to make someone disappear, bro? If you drop someone in there, no one's finding them. If me and dad, me and my dad were driving, somebody in a van 
came over with a gun, pointed this guy out, and, and just kidnapped us. You, you would never find me again. Seriously. Yeah. That's how in the middle of nowhere we were. It's scary to think about. So yeah. you think about the earth is just it's just so big, dude. There's a lot really of options that could be in there. All valid all valid. I think there's some supporting evidence for all of them, but just because I would like to believe that Nazis aren't running America secretly. Um, I'm going to go with aliens. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go with some type of foreign, different planets creature. I'm going to go with that also. But it would make sense why the U.S. government wants to hide what's going on in there, if that's what's happening. It's true. And I don't think they would be this secretive about, like, military tactics. I don't know. I mean, obviously, they don't want that shit being spread, but, like, to, like, just like shun people from ever going there and like making like such a big deal out of it whenever like someone like even is close to the area seems like a little ridiculous. Know, we can literally tour the White House, dude. We can tour the White House. This is the house of the president. Somebody can go in there and just, you can go in there. But you can't visit a random fucking field in Nevada. Like, Obviously yeah. there's gonna be I area. think there's gotta be something else there. Yeah. And the fact that you can't even get close to it, like you can't even stand outside and look. Like you can't even look at the facility. Nope. You can't even be, you you probably can't even be within like Horizon's view of it. I bet you there's people scattered all around security wise, where if you you come even close, they say like, if you step even any closer, I'll shoot you in the fucking face. You got to appreciate like how like quiet these people are about it. You tell me it's not one whistleblower. It's not. I I think there hasn't been one yet. There was a story about somebody said something that they left that and it was aliens. And then obviously people are like, oh, he's crazy. Nobody would believe him, but nobody would believe nobody would believe somebody if they left that and say, you know what they're doing over there. Who would believe him? I don't know. Whistleblowers. There's been some successful whistleblowers before. You know, could happen. Who that do that escaped to to Russia? What's his name? Fuck. Who? The dude who had the movie about him. He 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 uh showed that the government was spying on people. Oh oh. Um... The biggest whistleblower ever. Yeah, no, he's the biggest whistleblower ever. Um, Luke, who's the guy, the whistleblower that like exposed um, that like the USA was like spying on us, or like the government was like spying on like us through like our phones and shit? Um, Dibs definitely knows this answer. I just don't feel like getting up. This is also so easy to Google. It's just pissing me off that I can't think of it. Dude, we need, we, need a, we need a person like Google stuff for us, dude. We need a Jamie. We need a Jamie like, on the Joe Rogan podcast. We need somebody to be like, hey, can you look that up for us? Ask Luke. Luke, you want to be hired? Does he want to be hired? Dude, I don't even know what to look up for this. Edward Snowden. Thank you. Man. Thank you. Oh, my God. This is the most yep. obvious one, too. Edward obvious. Snowden. Yeah, but look at that, dude. That was a conspiracy. They're getting spied on. And boom. Whistleblower. I mean, all it takes is one dude, I guess. I, I guess yeah. Right. So they just got a strong core of security guards or whatever the fuck they got down there. Just not saying shit. I guess so. All right. We went deep into that. Yeah. What? I didn't know a lot about that, honestly. Or a lot about like them saying that it was like, I just knew that it was confirmed of having something. I didn't really ever check to see what they said it was there. But yeah. All right. Picks now? You got yours or what? I got my picks. You want me to start off? Yeah, you start off. All right. Well, my first pick, 
goes to tomorrow baseball in the Bronx tomorrow. We have Jordan Lyles against Luis Severino, and the over-under is at eight. It's the Yankees against the Orioles. For some reason, the Yankees suck against the Orioles. It actually makes no sense. But I'm just going to say that they're going to turn around here and score some runs. And the Orioles, the only good thing about their team is their offense, even though, like the Red Sox, their pitching has actually been really good this year and their offense has been shit. I expect that to turn as well. So over under eight, hammer the over. Um, and maybe even sneaking Orioles money line in there. I don't know. I don't know. Jordan Lyles is their probably their best pitcher. So besides John Means, but John Means dessert. I still like the over and eight. You see offensive baseball has been down all year though. It's like the the average OPS right now is like 690. I know what's like, going on. It's just, I think there's rumors about dead and balls. What? Yeah, you know how they were like, um, you know how like they used to, um, not what's the opposite of dead and balls? What they used to call those things? They used to juice balls. Yeah. Um, now apparently they've been deadened. I don't know. The the whole baseball fucking sucks, dude. That's I don't even want to get into it. But yeah, <laughs> offense is down. Offense is at like an absolute record low right now. Like since it hasn't been this bad since pre-steroid. <clears throat> Jesus. It's it's actually terrible. I mean, a lot of that has to do with pitchers just being fucking way better than they've ever been. I mean, people are throwing 102 with movement now. Again, I didn't want to get into this, but <laughs> yeah. Over under, we got the over eight for the uh, Yankees Orioles tomorrow night, Tuesday in the Bronx. Right. We're going to go into the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. I'm going to take Kevin Durant's assist over five and a half. I think he's going to see the double again a lot tonight. Terrible take. He can't pass. That's, that's why do you think they can't win? He's been getting the double all series. He doesn't pass. I think he goes over five assists tonight. Tonight's night. He needs six assists or he needs five assists? Six assists. Good luck. You don't like it at all? I don't love it, but they're your picks for a reason. It's your money. Next, what do you got? I mean, I'm going to have to pick a Sox game here. And uh, the one I'm liking best is Wednesday. We got Michael Walker versus Ross Stripling. Michael Walker has been our best pitcher, and Ross Stripling has easily been the Blue Jays' worst starter. Um, so yeah, give me. I, I I can't even. I don't even know if the Red Sox are going to win a game this series. But if I had to pick one that they are going to win, it'd be that one. So there we cool. go. Cool show. No, no remorse for the boys. Yeah. They don't deserve my remorse yet. They got to show me some life before they get my any remorse. All right. Team totals. The Red Sox. Away total runs. I got under. Under? You know how much I got under? What? Under five and a half runs. For who? For the Boston Red Sox. Tonight? Tonight. Great bet. Unreal bet. Jose Barrios is pitching. We're in Toronto. Coming off of a fucking awful series against Toronto. An even worse series against, or an awful series against the Rays, and even worse series against Toronto before that. I love, I love that, Jules. We are going to score less than five runs tonight, and you know what? We're going to fucking lose. And I'm going to watch every second of it. It's going to be great. I'm sorry to do that to you, Cole. Do uh, under five runs, but I'm agreeing with you. Hey, get your money. Whatever, even if you got to stab the Red Sox in the back, get your money. You know. Thank you. I'm with you. I'm with you on this one. I, 
You know me. I'll defend the boys when they deserve to be defended. They don't right now. They just show me nothing that could score five runs. I, I barely trust them scoring three runs. They scored 16 runs in seven games last week. Total. They scored four runs in the entire Toronto Blue Jays series. But, you know, I'm bent against them, so they'll probably put up probably put up 10 tonight. I hope you lose your money. I just don't think you will. Oh, oh my God. Look at the, look at the, look how much the disrespect in the Red Sox. Over three and a half is only minus 125. Red Sox score four, four runs. Over minus, three and a half is what? It's minus 125. Yeah, that actually is kind of crazy. That's disrespectful. That's not even like that disrespectful though, because they've been ass. They've been fucking shit. They can't hit shit. They had they had zero hits through nine innings. If it wasn't for the fact that the Rays also had zero runs, we would have been no hit on Saturday. The, the Red Sox to score over six runs tonight is plus three hundred. Back then, last year they were putting up six runs in the, in, in the first four innings. Over six runs, Max. plus three hundred. That's, That's unreal. Me. Wow. But then again, I'm throwing my money at that. That's a good bet right there, too. You throw you throw a little bit on the minus five and a half. Or the, the under they five score, and a half. If they score seven runs tonight, I'm going to be furious. I'm going to be furious, actually. Because I could have took that bet plus 300. I'm going to be so mad if they score seven runs. All right. Gonna, You're up, Just Cole. kidding. I, I don't even know at this point. Uh, my last one before my lock of the week. You should know my lock of the week. Um. But uh, Dallas money line tonight at home. I think they take command of the series. Chaz suck. Jeez, I think you like Donovan. Luca's just playing unreal. I do love. I I love Donovan. We we talked about this. They just as much as I love Donovan and as good as Rudy Gobert is, that team just I don't know what it is. I'm just never scared of them. All right. Let me see. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that same game actually. Let me see. What are we liking the points? Oh, easy money. Jordan Clarkson, over 14 and a half points. Locked really? In. Really? I like He's that. He's a six man. I like that. What's he been averaging this series? What's your basis for that bet? Nothing. He scored 20 something the last game. A couple games, yeah. One game, he scored 23 points. Nice. I know that. Last game, right. he scored 25 points. All right. And he scored 14 in one game and 21 in the other. Great bet. That's kind of disrespectful. They're only putting that 14 and a half. That's some, that's some Chris Middleton fucking 13 and a half disrespect right there. It's still at 14 and a half. I know we've talked about that bet so many times, but that was it was actually getting comical how often, yeah. like, like every single day, I would just that look was and Chris slowest. Middleton would be at like 11 and a half points. And it'd be like, that he dropped 30 slowest. the night before. That was the slowest I've ever seen Vegas fix something. Because you could have rolled that for like three weeks, right? It, yeah, it was actually unreal. That, that's the only oh, yeah. time I can remember something that bad, too. I was like, are these guys not watching basketball? I don't think they watch basketball. I was like, dude, you have Chris Milton's points at like 17 points. He averages like 24. Dude, it was that like the first time I did it, it was like 14, and he got it like before halftime. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? You did get it before halftime. It was I, was stupid, like, I was like, the, why, why have I not figured this out earlier? But yeah, that's some, maybe that's some Jordan Clarkson vibes. They're obviously 95 yeah. bucks on it. You are 95 bucks. All right. That's the one you're most that should be your fucking lock of the week, then. If you're that confident in it. Yeah, I'm throwing 95 bucks on it. You like that or no? I don't know. I guess. If you're throwing 95 bucks on it, I'm saying that should be your UFO lock of the week. All right. My UFO lock of the week. Jordan Clarkson over 14 and a half points. I'm All right. So it. then give me your third. My third, my lock of the week. Celtics money line. 
plus one. Funny you say. Funny you say. Because my lock of the week is Celtics money line. Lock of the week. Sweep. Don't want to hear this Brooklyn shit anymore. Get them out of my face. Give me like a week off and let's get ready. Let's get Rob Williams back to playing 40 minutes by round two. And let's 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 beat the Bucks in six. All right. Let's get it done. Sweep them tonight. All right. All right. Well, before we go, you have an important answer, an important question to answer. You said you were going to come back. You going to win? Are you winning that fight? I got got my idea now. You ready? Yeah. I don't think you're ready. I don't think you're ready. I think that's why you're saying I'm not ready because you don't even know what animal you're going to say. I'm taking down. Dude, where am I taking down? Where am I confident to take down, dude? Taking down a moose? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. I, I, I take down. I rather fight. I rather fight two wolves than, than a moose. Seriously. Okay. Moose I think I agree. Would you rather fight? Would you rather take on Mike Tyson or, or a moose? Mike Tyson with not with just your fist. I got a bad chance to run away from Mike Tyson and a moose. So Mike Tyson. Really. Bro, I'm running away from Mike Tyson. I'm running. A moose is going to catch you and going to stomp your head in. He's going to stomp your head in. No, I think I'd rather take a moose. I, I can't believe we're back at this conversation. Just just give me your give me your answer. A baby brown bear. Stop it. A cub? A baby brown I, I, bear is pretty big. I, no, it's not. A cub. All right. With my hand. This is what hands the fact on that you even said that is disrespectful, dude. That thing doesn't—it doesn't even have teeth yet. We say knife. Yeah. With a knife. Yeah. Oh, a mountain lion. A mountain lion. With a knife, a mountain lion. What about like a cheetah? You could probably take a cheetah, dude, with a knife. Obviously, you're not outrunning it, obviously. But like, once it's on you, I mean, you got a knife. You got you got one shot at it. To be honest, you got to get it before it gets to you. You got to stab it and then try to like. Bring it down, dude. All right. Maybe, so, maybe so what's your final answer? Mountain lion, maybe, cheetah, jaguar. Maybe an alligator. Oh, seriously, no maybe way. an alligator. No way. No, you're getting fucked alligator. by an alligator. No, you're getting fucked alligator. by an alligator. I, I don't think you understand, bro. Out of water. Out of water. I don't care what it is. Out of water. You're getting smacked by an alligator. Five-foot alligator. A five-foot alligator is like a baby, bro. A real alligator. Six you're getting alligator. smacked. Six foot alligator I'm taking. That's, That's big. still nothing. No, it's not. Dude, alligators get to like 14 feet, bro. I know. But we said what's the biggest one you could take? A six foot, a six just foot animal. A different animal then. You're just making up an animal now. Okay. Then I'll take a fucking I'll take on a, a five foot horse then. Yeah. All right. I said a mountain lion. All right. With a knife. All right. How big's a mountain lion? I think uh no pun intended here. We beat the dead horse out of this question. So let's just go with mountain lion and uh, end this goddamn podcast. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Cole, hopefully coming home for the summer. So we're gonna try yeah, that. We should uh, we should have some in-person episodes coming very soon. Also, some guests coming up. I'm not gonna give any names yet. I'm not giving any names yet. I don't even know any names yet, so yeah, you do. I know, I'm kidding. No surprises though. Well, we're like Area 51 over here. This is Arena 51. We're giving away no surprises. We're not getting. We're not telling. We're, you we're locking up. Yep, we're locking up. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later. All right, later. Sounds true.
sounds 